Welcome to episode 102 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our Shocktober series begins with volume one, covering everything we've watched from October 1st to October 6th. Happy Shocktober! <laughs> Welcome to the first episode of Shocktoberfest. You guys excited? Am I excited? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to whoop some ass. <laughs> Are you guys oh, feeling boy. cocky? Who's, who's <laughs> cocky? Because I feel, okay, welcome to episode one of Shocktoberfest from the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Maddie. I'm Kyle. And I'm Adam. We're, yeah, our Shocktober is beginning. This is our fourth annual or is it fifth annual? Who knows? I think it's your fifth and my fourth Okay, yeah, this is our yeah, so our fifth annual, and we actually started this back in our old podcast, but for this one, this and is I think our fifth you, year. You guys told me you did it before you even had a podcast, yeah, right? Well, we kind of we kind of would compete with each other, yeah, just to you know, just to frag <laughs> and bust balls, and yeah, <laughs> hang, hang our dicks to the I, wind. I but, tell uh, people about this, and they're like, "What? Like that's a competition." I know everyone's <laughs> like, "Why?" Yeah, yeah honestly, <laughs> like you do nothing but watch movies, like yeah, like. And you're proud of this? Like, of course I'm proud of this. <laughs> I know. I, I know. People don't get it. And yeah. I like, I'm mystified and don't understand why they don't get it. <laughs> but uh, yes, for if you haven't listened, if you're new to the show, I am the reigning uh, Shocktober king of Halloween. I had to put that right off yeah, the top. Honestly. <laughs> you didn't want people shutting off halfway through. I don't want people, that yeah. I, win last people year. need to know that I'm, yeah. I'm bringing, I'm coming back. Last year you avoided who won. The whole time through. Yeah, well, like, last year was me it. getting my revenge. Yeah. I got it. I guess two years ago, I don't really remember who won two years ago. I don't know. Do you remember Kyle or no? No, the name slips me. I don't yeah. know. It's a thing of the past, yeah. but uh, we're talking about last the reigning year. champion. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting up the King of Halloween trophy that we've created, King of Shocktober. It's on the line here. Uh, if you're new to this uh, show, what it is is every year in October, we do this contest competition. It's a competition, but it's also just a way for us to have a really a lot of fun shows that focus on horror. Because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes, you know, throughout the year, people complain, you know, we don't get enough horror in there. This yeah, is straight, that was this year. Yeah, that was this year we, we delivered a lot. But, John uh, Carpenter series plus the top hundred <laughs> horror movies all time. I said sometimes too much romantic comedies. <laughs> I can't wait for our yeah. when ha- Harry Met Sally episode that's coming. I in actually 2022. would. I would cover that. But yeah. So, anyways, what we do is this month uh, we do this competition. You're only allowed to watch nothing but horror or Halloween-related Halloween. TV, uh, movie, either movies, uh, TV episodes, or specials. Uh, we have a point system that we created. Uh, you get one point for movies. 
a half a point for hour 40 to uh, 40 minute to hour TV shows and a quarter point uh, for the you know 20 to 30 minute episode or specials. Um, and then we so there's a couple of those little examples like if you watch you know a three hour miniseries like Salem's Lot or whatever, I think we we that one we decide you get a point and a half, so yeah. it's not like a complete. Not yeah. that's a waste because that movie is awesome, but yeah, if you just you know you should be rewarded for watching something that is, you know, the length of two films, and right? it is this weirdo <clears throat> miniseries kind of like yeah. it is the same yeah. way. Well, yeah, exactly. They I think they were released theatrically in some countries and and as TV series, uh, miniseries uh, in North America. So, um, but yeah, that, that's what we do, and there's we're going to cover probably tons of stuff, and it's a good way for yeah. you to find out about stuff. And uh, I don't know. I, I know, like a lot of our listeners, really look forward to these episodes. Um, I, I know one of our one of our big listeners, uh, Dave. He's always commenting on our episodes, and he said, "Like I'm going through your top 100, but uh, I'm going to put that aside because these are the episodes I look forward yeah. to every year. Nice. I'm jumping to this. It is so. a lot of discovery. Yeah, yeah. In in, the, in this, like this, I think for me is when I got more invested in. Watching you horror. Have no other option but to watch horror movies. Like you're going for like stuff you haven't seen before because like you need something. Uh, yeah, you're definitely yeah. searching yeah. out those hidden yeah. gems and whatnot. And I do find like whereas some of the episodes we do, again, you're you're spending an hour on one movie, which is great, and I love doing those. But this is kind of a different breed where it's like you know, in that in this in this however long this episode's going to be, you're getting going to hear about you know twenty, thirty, forty different movies or or TV specials, well, however many. Well. Um, 40. Well, I'm saying the three what? of us combined. I know, but you're already, uh, expectations are high. Uh, well, again, Maddie's already spoiled this year. This year. Have I? So, Have um, I, Kyle? Unless he's uh, only been releasing a couple on Letterboxd. But uh, anyways, uh, do, anything you guys want to talk about or should we just jump into it? Let's uh, jump in. Yeah. Got a, I, I don't know about you guys, but I got a, quite a few movies here to talk about. I don't know if that's something. I got a, I got a small handful. All right. Uh, so yeah, I guess let's start off with October 1st. Who wants to start? I got around to watching Miss 45 for the first time from Oh, nice. How fucking awesome is this movie? This like, made my top I, 100. Yeah, I love this. This is my first time actually checking it out and like, wow, what an interesting story. Like, it's almost like a rape revenger on the mean streets of New York. Yeah. It is cool. And I forget the girl's name you're talking about. She's like um, a crazy actress who conveyed so much. I guess she's mute, so she doesn't speak the entire time. And she can face so much just through her eyes and like just her actions. It's it's an incredible performance. And, yeah. and I talked about it in the top hundred, but basically mm-hmm. like she gave up her acting career so she could just do heroin. And I guess I was reading about her like she's like it's a religion at this yeah. point. Like you know what, heroin's the bomb. Why would you want to do anything else but heroin? That's that yeah. was like she was very adamant that yeah. th- I'm not throwing my life away. This is what I want. My yeah, life this to is be. my life is about heroin from now. On. Anyways. What a crazy uh, start to a movie. I guess this, um, I don't want to give anything away, but it happens in the first like 15 minutes. Right away. A girl yeah. is walking home, gets raped on the street with a guy wearing like, a clown mask, which is kind of fucked up. And it's like a brutal rape. And she goes home. There's a it's guy. It's Abel Ferreira, too. The, oh, yeah. He's the director he's the, uh, doing that one, yeah. Oh, it's not the fun rape? No, it's not. Not the fun rape. You know the, the jokey rape, like uh, <laughs> prison showers? I guess it's the only time that's funny, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, my I'm God. To, I guess prison rape's funny for some reason. Everything else is not. <laughs> well. Anyway, I, 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 Norm Macdonald did yeah, like yeah, to make yeah, a lot of prison yeah, rape yeah, right? jokes. So, yeah. So, anyways, she goes home after getting raped in the street to find a guy in her house who rapes her again. Yeah, and you just see the uh, transformation from like this mousy girl who's just like 
had her world shattered. Like, oh, fuck it. I got a 45. And she goes from being this, like, mousy meat girl to this vigilante superhero. And it's fucking awesome. What the fuck is with these rape movies? Like, oh, yeah, it's uh, crazy. I know what you did, or not, I know what you did last summer. <laughs> <laughs> what are Last House on the Left? And, I spit uh, on your I grave. Spend, I spit on your grave. What are with all these rape films where, like, yeah. the person gets raped and then they go home and then randomly someone else, what are the odds that yeah. someone's getting, yeah, that, it's that, like they kind of get off, like, oh, one, we can't just have one rape. Let's yeah. have her go here and then she meets and gets I'll, raped again. I'll be, uh, I'll be honest. The only issue I have with this is mm. actually that they need to do it again. Yeah, like it's like crazy, it right? almost feels like if she one was accosted on the street yeah. and then went home or something yeah. like like this escalation. Of, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it's really at, the movie for me clicks after yeah. it. It separates itself from I Spit on Your yeah. Grave. Or, oh yeah, for like, sure. Like it, it's 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 a much higher caliber movie than those ones, in my opinion. Yeah, it's almost like a like who's, who's that guy who the uh, the mean streets of New York? Like it feels gritty, like Taxi Driver. Like, yeah, it it's Scorsese. Like, you feel the great, a- even more movie. gritty. Oh, you're gonna yeah. say Abel Abel Ferrer? Is that, it an Abel Ferrer? It, it yeah, is it an Abel, Abel Ferrer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He told like um, it's got more and it's got style mm-hmm. to it as well. It, yeah, it's it's not slick at all. It no. is like dirty, grimy, and gritty. But like you kind of dig it in a way, like. So you kind of want her like pop people off and like with the gun and shit. Is this a horror film? Because it sounds to me like Death Wish, and I wouldn't consider Death Wish. Oh no, it's, yeah, it's, it's done. Like it has a horror movie tropes. Okay. Like you yeah, know. yeah, it's not Death Wish. It, okay. it, like even yeah. when she's falling apart, like yeah. the stuff she's doing with the bodies and yeah. Because I was really hoping to just completely yeah. I was, throw, I, I was throw thinking away any this, credibility on Adam's it, list. But yeah, she kind of his top one hundred yeah. list. I know it's going to be the whole thing. And she goes from like just taking out like a yeah. I don't want to give anything away, but like her transformation to like man hating. Period. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. yeah, and it, it it's all coming back to that performance, but it is also like that real like mm-hmm. this is the real New York yeah. sort of vibe. Um, cool. Well, uh, last year I, uh, I talked about this show a lot and we're starting again. Are we doing grim? We're doing grim. <laughs> uh, and I think this is going to, I'm going to, there's six seasons. Yeah. I, I finished actually the second season. You're not after watching movies. You're just watching grim. It's just all grim <laughs> oh, all man. the time. Um, no, I, 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 I really enjoyed it. It's kind of like the way mm. my wife and I are kind of bonding. Yeah, bonding over, <laughs> over We just like that's the last thing we're watching. Uh yeah. where we we're watching the wire previous yeah. to this year. Um a letdown? Going from the wire to Grimm? You know what? They're different things. Yeah. Like Grimm is just this like totally fun, campy, but you can see like how much people care about this. So yeah. I watched season from season three, episode one. Uh it is the opening uh Grimm episode of of season three. And it's one of those things where you can like it's in Portland. They shoot in Portland. I th- you have all these actors that are from there. You have yeah. everybody that's working on it seems to be from there, other than the big actors and, and and the writers. And there's this care that goes along. So all the practical effects are super cool. You've got all these undead people that ended the last season chasing down cool. the actors. It's re- really cool. The one gets put in this trance, death trance, basically, and then mm-hmm. comes out of it. The Grim, the the main character, and he's just like a psychopath, and but all of the like, all the fight sequences, all that, the CGI occasionally like is the one thing, yeah, because it's a television show. I give it a pass because most of the time they try to do practical. Mm-hmm. You can tell like they're they avoid except for when they just they can't, can't afford it. Yeah, 
Um, so I thought this was a stellar episode. I'm going to give it 7.5. It really wow. started the, the season off well. That's higher than everything oh, I've watched this. This 45, 8 pumpkins. 8 pumpkins, 7.5 pumpkins. Wow, yeah. starting on a high, guys. 8.5, yeah. 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 So I, I didn't mention, but this year I'm trying because I got through most of my favorites. I, I did a lot of like mm-hmm. movie watching and homework for our top 100 that we did right before this uh, series. So... This this month I'm going to be getting going through a lot of like uh, first time watches. I'm going through all my vinegar syndrome and Severn trash that I've picked up the last couple of years. So there, <laughs> my average, my batting average may not be the highest this year, but that's okay because I'm enjoying going through all these films. Something new, right? Uh, yeah, I started off this year with from 1970, Assignment Terror, aka Dracula versus Frankenstein. Uh, this is the third in the Paul Nashi Werewolf okay. series. Although he's he's not like the headliner of this quite yet, um, the story is about these aliens come down to planet Earth. They lack emotion, and uh, their plan is to take over the world by resurrecting the various monsters that are apparently uh, fact, not fiction. Awesome. Um, and then there's like this cool monster book they go through, and it's like them going through it. But anyways, they're gonna they bring they're gonna bring back the mummy, Wolfman, Frankenstein's monster. And a rapey vampire. I don't know if he's supposed to be Dracula, but he's very rapey. Um, they also realize there's a great uh, line where they're like, they realize that women are like powerful magnets. Uh, so they're going to use them to attract men in powerful positions into revealing their secrets. <laughs> so it's them taking over, uh, the, getting attractive, uh, you know, go girl women and whatnot and brainwashing them, uh, controlling them. Uh, so yeah, you pretty much have these aliens using monsters to take over the world with beautiful women helping them, which is, is a fun idea. It sounds awesome. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of fun seeing them put together the team too. Like Dracula, they actually find, they go to like this carny, uh, and there's this guy, and he's got this skeleton with a stake, and he he's, he claims that it's oh, this is a vampire's body. Like he thinks it's uh, you know just part a of prop. The, a prop, not realizing that they actually removed the stake, and it actually was a vampire, and he comes back cool. life. You know, they have to get the the Wolfman in like this this old uh, decrepit uh, tomb, and they go to Egypt to get the mummy. Um, all of it sounds awesome, but then like it does. It's a lot of like it drags. I found, especially in the middle part, like it's a lot of like planning and talking, and like not a lot really happens to the, those final twenty minutes. Uh, the monsters do look cool, though. They have a cool look to them. You get a gothic mansion, a lot of cheesy sci-fi sets that you would expect. Lots of color. Um, it, I was surprised though for a Spanish film. They usually like go hardcore with the nudity, and this one like. There's constantly like, oh, she's gonna get nude. She's gonna get nude, and there's no nudity. Like every time it's oh. gonna happen, and like a bunch of beautiful women. So again, not a huge deal to me because I'm not watching these movies to get off on <laughs> them. But it was just for a Spanish film. It was kind of weird. It's almost like, especially a Nashi film. I think he usually has a lot of nudity. So it's almost like this was trying to be like a mainstream. They tried to like tone it down a bit. Yeah, exactly. The the other big thing is, despite the title. <laughs> The Wolfman, Paul Nashikan, is the hero, and he's going to take down these monsters, save the world. So he fights all the monsters, which is great, except for he never fights Dracula. <laughs> so even though the title was Dracula versus Frankenstein, that's the <laughs> only monster that, uh, yeah, he, there is no Dracula versus Frankenstein. It's Wolfman versus him, and Wolfman never fights uh, Dracula. Huh. So, um, and the, the other thing is, too, I guess apparently... Maybe a Wolfman versus Frankenstein was already taken. Maybe, maybe. Maybe that's, well, I don't know. He did like fucking 17 of these movies, so maybe he already covered that title. Uh, I I was reading too, I guess, like 
I guess they ran out of money because it was supposed to have like in, when they go through the Book of Monsters, you see the the golem in there, and I guess oh, you never cool. see that because they ran. And they're supposed to be this big finale with like these spaceships blasting and everything, and I guess they had no money, so the 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 finale is I like, we'll say just not as exciting. Uh, um, yeah, I'm gonna give it six pumpkins out of ten. Like it was, there were things to like about it, like the creatures. Paul Nash, he's always a lot of fun. He's such a weird like. Leading man, because he kind of looks like, um, uh, who's a Belushi? Um, which Belushi? Jim Belushi? The main, the, John John the good one. John yeah. <laughs> What's the good one? Yeah. The one that, you know, died. <laughs> he pretty much looks like, like a John Belushi type guy. Like, imagine him being like this leading, sexy ladies I, man. I w- I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he's kind of like, you know what I mean? He's yeah. like, He's a little bit. You know, whatever. Anyways, rotund. It's, it's rotund kind of a, an interesting league because he, he went on to do like he's. I have this huge Nashy collection. I mean, he Scream Factor. I think you've, put out two you've sets talked of him. Uh, yeah. like in praise some of his other ones. Yeah, he he's been hit or miss. Like he's done. I'm gonna probably revisit. He did do a really good Wolfman one uh, that I watched a couple years ago. I want to revisit that one because I remember really enjoying that. He's been hit or miss, but yeah, he's definitely all his films just have that cool gothic like mm-hmm. fog yeah. and and cobweb and I don't know that's that Spanish horror. They had like these cool. Not not quite on maybe on the same level as Hammer and whatnot, but you could still see they I don't know they they put a lot of effort into making these these little horror films. So I, I don't know I always have fun with them. Uh, yeah, that's Assignment Terror. Cool. Uh, this is a bit more uh, family friendly since we've already talked about uh, Kyle's uh, not actually we're keeping the pace with the family friendly yeah. uh, uh, family friendly Nash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Toy Story of Terror from 2013. They made a little um, short uh, 20 minutes or so where these uh, toys. It starts off with they're like watching this old timey like Frankenstein black and white movie. Yeah, get it. Toy Story. Yeah, and I guess <laughs> as they're driving somewhere, their car breaks down, and they go to this uh, uh, hotel, and they all get like tell these ter- uh, hotels are scary. That's where toys get lost. Oh, from okay. their perspective, it's like a scary hotel, but they from the family's perspective, it's just kind of like a days in what have you. Like no one really cares. It's. That's the only horror element in this is they yeah, are scared Yeah, it's not great. Them. I remember uh, being disappointed. I don't think that. I've even heard yeah, of this. Yeah, the toys get lost. It's just um, they, uh, Pixar. They yeah. know how they put out like the, their 20-minute shorts and yeah. stuff based on their – that's all it is. They, I think they've put out uh, – I don't know if they did a Christmas one, but they've done a bunch of these for yeah. various other things, and usually they're – they're not great. Yeah. Either. Again, there was like a five minutes of like a cool – not cool scare, but almost Halloween-y and the rest is kind of Toy Star fair. So I'm going to give it 5.5 pumpkins. 5.5. Huh. All right. Well, um, I then watched from 1942, The Undying Monster. Have you guys heard of this? No. I have, yeah. Uh, so this is John... Kino put that out, I think, completely. John Bram, uh, and uh, who I, w- I watched, The Lodger, which I had praised, the, mm. the, the 40s version of, of The Lodger, and Hangover Square, which made my, my top uh, 100 list. This was He was kind of a discovery director who I've never heard of previous to this year. Mm. Um, so this is basically at a goth gothic mansion. There's this family that has this curse against them. Something about a werewolf or some cr- ghost creature or some monster that's out in the uh, by the cliffs, and it's a great setup with all this amazing atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And instantly, it kind of just like goes into it. Um, and 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 you you do get a little bit like an inspector comes. It kind of goes a little bit almost Scooby Dooey or or something yeah. but it's it's really really well done. I did find like it dragged a little and maybe compared to some of his other movies like the leads aren't as compelling. Um kind of duds. They're okay. Like yeah. no one's bad but like in the other bra movies there's like 
Lloyd Krager is incredible in both of them. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else is like pretty standout as well. Everyone was good, but not great. Yeah. I kind of feel like though, if I watched this again and was like, pick the exact like kind of spooky. A Night Like Tonight? Yeah, A Night Like Tonight would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to give it seven pumpkins. Okay. Still really, really good, but not quite at the level of the other two. Mm-hmm. But I could see this one, as Kyle likes to say, going up <laughs> on, on the rewatch. Cool. Uh, so I should mention this this uh, this night we went to. Uh, I've been planning a bunch of Halloween family events uh, this month to do with the family. So we uh, boring. We went, <laughs> well, we. Uh, I'm just mentioning. Uh, <laughs> no one cares about your family, Kyle. <laughs> well, this is. Uh, so we went to uh, Pumpkins After Dark, which is kind of this cool. Oh, up in uh, Milton. Milton. Yeah, where well, I guess they they have all these crazy art pieces. Yeah, made out of like pumpkins and. Well, I thought it was made of pumpkin. <laughs> Maddie fucking pulled the Santa Claus, you know, out from underneath we're driving me. Down, like I went on Monday. Like yeah, it's weird they don't use real pumpkins on these. Like wait, they don't use real pumpkins. Like well, they use yeah, mixture of real and craft pumpkins. But it's pretty much like ninety nine percent of craft. And one so I was is, like totally yeah. hurt by that this. Being said it looks so cool. Like I really enjoy like all the. Um, we we went right mm-hmm. by there because I went to Hops and Harvest on, oh, the, on yeah, the weekend, right. which was uh, what was it? that at the Montford uh, Center. The- uh, Montsburg? No, not not in Montsburg. It was at Glen Eden, and yeah. and this was called Hops and Harvest. So you think there's going to be a lot of beer? There was four yeah. brewers, and all they had was like two or three cans yeah. each. Was it oh. Orange Snail? Was there or like who Orange was there? Snail? Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, I don't yeah. need to talk about beer. Yeah. We are drinking. We are drinking <laughs> uh, Highballer high Pumpkin right now, yeah, which is the brew. classic uh, yeah. pumpkin beer of Ontario. Back to you, Kyle. Um. So, anyways, I just wanted to mention that because that's why I didn't get through as many movies. I took up a chunk of the night we we went to the, like the late late show um but yeah it, it was kind of fun it, it was cool to see like there was yeah. a godzilla and king kong there was this uh headless horseman i was sitting in maddie though like the biggest disappointment for me it's like there wasn't a lot of um displays and art pieces that related to like halloween or horror it's like there's a section dedicated to harry potter and superheroes and it's like i don't want to see that <laughs> shit made out of pumpkin like give me like i get that's what like the kids is popular but like you know like, yeah, like a millennium the things that my children liked, yeah. I, I was yeah, not yeah, into. Yeah. I would, I would, I would even no. They don't even know who Harry Potter is. Well, they know who Harry. They haven't seen them either. But uh, no, but I was like, like the Star Wars. I, I would have even accepted like Hotel Trains of Transylvania. Like, there's kids movies that are are at least related to that. Like, it's just when you go to a Halloween pumpkin event. You Harry Potter is Halloween witches stuff. and uh, wizards. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to hear your rational, Anyways. logical explanation of why it's there. Anyways, <laughs> Captain it, America yeah. might be a warlock. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> it, it was it was cool still, though. How but, many pumpkins? Um, yeah. Um, well, now that I found out they're not real pumpkins. Actual pumpkins? I'm going to say maybe four. <laughs> I'm going to give like five craft pumpkins out of uh, ten. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway, so I did watch one more film, though, uh, before the net ended. From 1989, The Basement. Uh, this is a lost Super 8 film that was found, and they released it in 2010. Um, kind of like, a, yeah, just this old kind of, one of those mm. D- DIY, I guess, projects. Shot where it's on like, like VHS kind of Yeah, deal. Super 8, but yeah, like no budget, pretty yeah. much a guy getting together with his buddies. Um, it's an anthology film. It, has, it opens up your typical wraparound where these people are in a basement, and they come upon a cloaked creature that demands they confess their sins but not what what they've done, but what they will do. And then you cut into the various stories, very Tales from the Crypt. Um, the first story is called The Swimming Pool. Uh, this unfaithful wife discovers that there's like this tentacled creature living in her pool. And so she's 
disposing of all the people Lovers. she doesn't like her. Well, her neighbor yeah. and just people she doesn't like she's getting rid of. And then, of course, you get a little twist in there. Uh, Trick or Treat was my favorite one. Um, again, you got to keep in mind these are like no budget, but this was a lot of fun where there's this miserable teacher who despises kids and hates Halloween. Um, and you, he, um, he finds out, he learns uh, that he's going to be visited by the ghosts of Halloween to learn the true meaning of... of awesome. Of, uh, yeah, I guess they did this before yeah. Roseanne kind of... We gave her the credit, but I guess these were the first. And it's just various spirits coming and murdering him <laughs> in different ways, like each one. And it's kind of cool. Like, even though there's no budget, like, they do, like, this animatronic witch, and they all kind of had cool looks, and the kills were fun. There's this crazy scene, too, where the teacher is in the middle of class, and all of a sudden, he, it's this dream sequence, and he starts murdering the kids, like, slitting their necks, pulling out a gun, and, like, killing all the kids in brutal ways just because he hates kids so much. <laughs> Hates his students, so I thought that was kind of weird to see. Um, I once did a sketch in high school where I was called uh, uh, Mr. Polanski or, 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 or Dr. Polanski or something yeah. like that, and I would come in and 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 I would act, like start just quizzing kids, and I'd, I they would get the answer wrong. You're so stupid, and then I'd blow their heads <laughs> off or, or chop off their heads or whatever. Like, but it started just him being like belligerent, yeah. and then it would. Escalated to murder, ki- killing. You're a very twisted individual. <laughs> I can't imagine. Like, it's not going to play why, today. Why did they, they let me do that yeah. then? Columbine had already oh, yeah. happened. Yeah, that's crazy. And I'm in a classroom that I've taken over, <laughs> screaming the shit. <laughs> that's crazy. You didn't get suspended. And it's right or in a library like setting, locked up in a way. Well, then, then we released this stuff. We almost showed. Mr. Polanski on the big screen at the end of the year. Oh, that'd be crazy. And then the teacher was like, ah, maybe not this one. Yeah, well, uh... <laughs> Anyways, just as a side, but, like, they, <laughs> I, I must have been channeling them. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, you're not the only sick and twisted individual out there. Um, there's another great moment where, like, he's he's home and the kids are coming to his house trick-or-treat and he's getting pissed at them, like, they're, they're going to egg his house, but he sneaks through the back and he's got eggs waiting for them. <laughs> eggs them. He goes out and just with his coffee and just dumps it in the kid's candy bag and then comes in and complains that, oh, they made me get rid- lose my coffee. <laughs> like, he's just a miserable old prick. But yeah, that, that one was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. So, possibly could have maybe snuck in my top 50 segments. It was that good. Oh, like, wow. Uh, oh. Taking, I guess that's taking into account that it's yeah, like there's no budget affair. Uh, the next story was zombie movie. It's a uh, despicable and sleazy director. He's convincing women to pretty much sleep with them to get a part in the picture and then real zombies uh, come to life and they attack his um, uh, little um, uh, RV that yeah. he's in with the, the women. Um, J.R. Bookwater, he's the director of uh, the, the indie zombie film classic Dead Next Door. He makes a little nice. appearance in there. Um, and then the final one was Home Sweet Home. A young guy inherits a large chunk of cash. And I guess his dad just like, oh, just all I want you to do is go buy a house or some bullshit. So stupid. And, and he's going through this book. He can't find a house, apparently. And he comments how he's inherited this large sum I don't know what to do with it all. And then he picks like this beat up old house uh, t- to to purchase. And when he gets there, weird shit starts happening. First, his friend gets murdered, and then his girlfriend, and the house is alive. And um, yeah, th- this one was kind of dark. It wasn't great, but the the one thing I didn't bring up all the stories. I don't know if the audio was lost or that they just did this way because yeah. nobody. The dubbing is so awful, yeah. but like 
awful in a charming way. Like it's almost like a cart. Someone's doing a cartoon voices dubbing over all these people. <laughs> like you can, it almost feels like it's like one or two guys that like did the voices for everyone. And it, it it's adds, like South Park, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> kind of. But it's it just like it made it that much better. Like it's 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 not like it didn't take anything away. Like it improved it because like you know, hearing the voice of some of these people is just amazing. Um, so yeah, I, it's a, like all anthology films, it's a bit of a mixed bag. It is very low budget. I'm going to go six and a half pumpkins out of okay, 10. That's still not um, bad. Yeah, close to getting up there for seven. Again, like I think the trick or treat was really good. I, I like the first one. Um, and then the other two were just okay. But uh, yeah, n- nice surprise. I have this, I've got this set a long time ago. I think it's called the Basement Collection. It comes in like a huge big box you know, back in the day, the big, the VHS would come in the big box. Like the porno movies would come in the big yeah. boxes. So this came with that. It has a VHS of this, oh, awesome. and then it has like a DVD, and it has like three other ones. So I'm hoping to get through the other two are video violence um, uh, shot on video flicks, and they're supposed to be really good too. So hmm. I'm hoping to get through those. But yeah, this was a, a nice surprise. I kind of some of these you shot on video, to be like some of these shot on video are, are yeah. painful to watch. Like you're watching them because they're so bad. But yeah. this was like actually kind of enjoyable. Charming. Yeah. So, uh, Maddie, would you? I also else? watched uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the um, season six, episode seven, Who Got Depregnant? We talked Great. about this last week. I like this episode a lot. Like, yeah, it's so good. You don't need to know any of the characters. You just need to know, like, all right. So, you lived yeah. up to your recommendations. You rec- yeah. It was so good that you had to watch oh, yeah, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give it eight pumpkins. Cool. Nice. Uh, uh, and then I watched uh, to end. So, I started the. F- the first night at midnight with Grimm, yeah. and then I ended the other one almost at midnight <laughs> again um, because we went to Oktoberfest where I dressed as a beer wench. Oh, that's amazing. Um, that with Waterloo? Uh, no, I was just in, in, a, in a backyard oh, party in nice. Westdale. <laughs> mm. um, uh, so for Grimm, season, you weren't part of that season two. Hamilton party, were you? Two. No, that was the next night. Oh. They saw they were so like, <laughs> in, like engorged with uh, the f- spirit of October. Well, the spirit and and wanting me in that, um, you know, whatever the <laughs> the wench that, outfit, the wench outfit that they had to to take that energy out on the cars. Uh, Grim season uh, three episode two. This is kind of a continuation of the first story. It's uh, to be continued. Um, it's uh yeah like it starts off really great this the first one sorry was called the ungrateful dead and this one is ptzd um zombie yeah yeah <laughs> uh and uh yeah like they're still trying to cover up and track down nick the grim and uh and cover up what's going on uh and it's just like I, it instantly like good atmosphere. They do a lot of this night stuff. Mm. Portland is like a great town yeah, for I like spooky because it's always like the uh, third character in this show. Yeah, right? it's dreary yeah. and and, and uh, but also green everywhere. Yeah. And and they usually have it for people that don't know. They always have it's kind of the monster of the week usually where you have these Vessin that the Grim from the Brothers Grim is supposed to track down and kill and they have a lot of those fairy tales that these are based on the first two seasons play up on that more and then you realize they're now just taking folklore from various places maybe the first season is more the brothers grim and then folklore after that i'm gonna give this one also 7.5 i I feel like at when we stopped last year i hadn't finished the second season but i kept watching to finish that in in november November. um and that's really when it kind of came into its own about halfway through that oh second season Cool. Well, 
I guess that's our first night of October. No, I also watched uh, the real Ghostbusters season one, episode one. Ghosts are us. I could get into the plot, but uh, I'm not going to. I don't remember that being a great episode. Yeah, it was a uh, Slimer d- does something. They get upset with Slimer. I, was thinking, <laughs> I could go into the plot with this. I'm like, eh, I don't really want to. <laughs> and you guys don't want to hear it either. Some some of the plots yeah. of that cartoon oh, are yeah. actually quite good. But yeah, I'm that's going not to a great talk one. About yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the, uh, I'm going to talk about a few because yeah. I'm watching with the kid. Cool. Well, I guess let's move on to October 2nd then. Four pumpkins. Ching, ching. <laughs> um, okay, so Kyle, you're going to start. Um, right? That's what you want to yeah. do? Cool. Yeah, I'll start off October 2nd. So this, this may be uh, an ongoing thing this week. I, I watched uh, an Adam pick that made his top 100. Wasn't quite as enamored with it. Um, Did you watch Miss 45 too? No, I watched uh. Eraserhead from 1977. Ooh. This is my first David Lynch uh, pick. Um it's 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 interesting. Uh, about twenty minutes into it, nothing had happened, so I, w- I was getting a little worried here. Like literally, he walked home in that twenty minutes, and then got and then finally got to the his girlfriend's parents' house. Um, I, I will say I, I like the stuff at her house. The, the dark humor. There's some fun fun stuff at this dinner scene. Um, I I don't even know how to describe the plot. Pretty much this this guy. Um, finds out that his girlfriend that he got pregnant gave birth to this baby that is kind of like this weird creature, deformed baby. Always crying and shit. And uh, it's always crying, and he is going to take care of it. His girlfriend leaves. There's there's not really much to the plot. <laughs> the plot isn't why you're watching this It's kind of no, like no, this yeah. visual... Uh, yeah. And oral. Like I think, actually, the sound, the is... sound is one of the... The, the, and, uh, like the last time I watched this and I talked about it, but I saw it at, at the theater and they had a blasting. That would be insane. It was insane. Like yeah. you, you see the detail and like those first 20 minutes that you, you said don't much happen. Like with that sound design plus all the visuals, like I was hypnotized by it. Yeah. In the theater. I, well, you're definitely more of like a visual. Like you're a guy that can watch a film that nothing happens, but if there's cool visuals, that's, that's enough for you. I, I'm more of a plot driven guy. Um, and, and this film obviously doesn't have much plot. It does. I, I will say that it, it looks good. Like it is impressive what he was able to do on this, you know, minuscule budget. Um, I, I like the strange world that he created. Um, the deformed baby was gross looking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't know. I don't know. Like there's this weird dream sequence with the woman in the radiator and she's squishing sperm. And I guess the whole thing is... <laughs> Possibly totally a comment on that. the fear of fatherhood, but maybe not. And I, I, I don't know what to think of this. Like, it's not, I can't say I enjoyed it. I can't say, I don't know if I'll you, ever watch it again. Have you been thinking about it though since you watched it? Not really. Oh, no. It's no. not really a horror film either, yeah. though. Like, I know. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> no, well, like, I, people, it is. Like, I think if you look yeah, it up, people yeah. consider, like, I guess it's supposed to be that it's, I guess maybe the score is haunted. Like, it's, it, I don't know what why why do, why do you think it's for me a horror film? like it's that situation that he's in like and you have this like Def- deformed uh, yeah. monster baby that he's having to take care of and and you both have this like uh like parental like care that he wants mm-hmm. to but also it's a fucking monster yeah but I think the whole world is so weird and like like it just like rules don't really matter in it that like I don't ever get you know what I mean like I think it would have been Almost scarier to show a guy actually trying to raise a baby. It's more disturbing than it is. 
yeah, ho- horrifying. I guess yeah, like, I could say yeah. it like where all those like wart or you know d- gross warts or whatever appear on the baby's face. Like he's like, ah, oh, you're fine, and then he looks down and then and even like just it's unsettling, intense, and like yeah. again those those I love those that first twenty minutes. Like I love yeah. the, that first twenty minutes and. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, again, I, I don't regret watching. I'm glad I, I finally seen it. I, I feel like maybe would it is would it be better if I was on drugs? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually everything's better when you're yeah. on drugs. I've man. actually never seen this movie. Oh, okay, doing dr- drugs or drinking. Oh, huh. I've always been sober, which I is weird because I saw it uh, originally at just like a friend's house. We all watched it and we we're like. What the fuck did we just watch? Hmm. I think that's the best way to describe this film. Like, what yeah. the fuck did I just watch? Well, I, I yeah, I was I, nineteen, I, I think, or yeah. twenty, probably nineteen. It just feels like something. Like, I'm not going to say it's a student film because obviously it's way above that. But it, it kind of has that where, like, you know, you would do some artistic thing that me, it, you know, there's not really much to it, but you can say, well, no, it means all this and this and this and this. Mm. If you, for me, it's like way above all that shit. Like I, I, I can't sit through student films. I remember sitting in a, in, an, I had a class where it was all like video movies basically. Ooh. And this was a part of film school. And we had to watch these things that were made in the eighties and nineties and, and almost all of them until you actually got to like some avant-garde stuff that was, was indigenous. Th- those were the only yeah. ones that were interesting because that was a necessity. Everybody else was like, oh, I make these movies with my friends yeah. on the weekend, and they're arty and whatever. So I had one day, I, ha- I got to the teacher, and I said, I have to leave. I, I can't be here because I'm performing at OCAD in Toronto. So I performed this improvisational experimental set with uh, Jordan, and that's where we met uh, Maddie and I's eventual cellist, mm. Anna, that night. Uh, that played in our band. So we do this. It's awesome. And they're like, okay, and now we have to watch all of the films that the class made. <laughs> it was these fucking movies that I thought I was escaping that night. Uh, we had to watch them for two hours. Oh, they're catching up with you, man. And they were all, all terrible. Yeah. All of them yeah. were terrible. Like, yeah, again, I'm not saying this is on that level. I don't even think this film is pretentious because sometimes I don't like that. It doesn't, it, not it, at it, all. It's like him just making this weird kind of quirky film. But... Um, I don't know. I don't know what I expected. I thought it would be more horror and scary and 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 fucked. I think it's just more of this weird, quirky little movie. I didn't. I don't know. It, it was fine. Um, <laughs> I, I'm curious to. Ch- I still want to check out more Lynch. I know his films are all weird, but I think some of them yeah. have more plot or at least more somewhat plot driven. Whereas this, yeah. there's really nothing. Yeah, I, that could be considered a plot. It's just his dad trying to deal with. His childhood. Yeah, I, th- I think like th- this for me. Like, if if somebody says they like Lynch and doesn't like Eraserhead, but see, the, the guy in my work said the same thing, so that's why I'm curious to check out the rest. I've of never his work. like that's an outlier to me. Yeah, uh, like everybody I know that's like a big Lynch fan doesn't this is, like like everybody likes Eraserhead. Everybody is oh. a big Lynch fan is like yeah Eraserhead. That's yeah. Like, well, who knows? Maybe I'll hate the rest of his work. I, like I, um. I, I, I I don't like you might like it more. Like something like the Elephant Man has a lot of well. I, mm, I've seen plot. bits and pieces of Mulholland Drive and Lost Highway and Blue Velvet, and yeah. they they looked interesting to me. Blue so. Velvet's awesome. Yeah. Um, anyway, we'll see. Like I would I would probably say it's this is third on my Lynch list as well. Like Lynch for me is is. Like Blue Velvet yeah. and Mulholland Drive. Mm-hmm. Mulholland Drive is probably one. I know. I, I have read though. Like, yeah, I, I was reading, and they were saying that this is more of his like personal plotless film. That's more about you know him dealing with issues. Issues. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, anyways, I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of ten. Um, Crazy. I didn't. Uh, yeah, it's it. It was a it was a, a, a watch and uh, <laughs> yeah. It was reminded me. Was this made? I think it was my number eleven on my top hundred. Yeah, unfortunately, that won't be the the first this week. <laughs> but uh, that I didn't love in your top one hundred. But that's okay. Again, I'm not saying it's bad. It just wasn't for me. I, I could totally get why yeah. many others and someone like you would would. I figure this one. Someone like you. Ew. Do you see the condescension coming I out? I don't think it's condescension. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I can see how how your kind would yeah, enjoy it. No, but like, again, <laughs> you're, you're like coming you from. I, like I watch like Nature Got a Muck, and yeah. I don't think you know a lot of people would get anything out of it the same way mm-hmm. I do. You know, what I mean, there's that's just, that's true. We might talk about I, that. I, as well. I enjoy trashy kind of films like that, and the, the artistic stuff like this usually doesn't work for me. In this, it, it's really I don't know. All anyway, right. anyways, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I, like this, I wasn't expecting. This to like open up a world for you, but yeah. uh, so maybe I should take the six and and run with it. Yeah. So uh, from a uh, 1980, it's a trauma number called Mother's Day. It's a stupid, weird, <laughs> forgettable movie. Have you seen this? No. Yeah, it's not that good. It's pretty much uh, this mother is raising these two degenerate kids, and there's she's trying to teach them to kidnap uh, people in the best possible way. Isn't this kind of rapey too? Friend. Oh yeah, it's really. What did you rapey. go on like a rape week yeah, of film? You guys don't watch nothing but rape movies for the month of October. <laughs> That's like, oh, it's October time. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to pull yeah, out those yeah, rape yeah. films. Yeah. Bring out the. Uh, the, the <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it's completely forgettable. Like it starts off kind of cool. Like it starts off in like um, a self help group. Like you see a bunch of like mean looking, mean mugging people, and that the, and then the uh, leader of this classroom says like, "All right, guys, I love you." And all the mean looking guys go like, "I love you," and they all like hug each other and thank you for coming. And like, well, that was kind of an interesting thing. And then that goes absolutely nowhere. These uh, guys <laughs> kidnap them. It's a trauma movie. It's, yeah, these women escaping these two hoodlums are trying to rape her. But there's a cool story. But the mom, who's uh, she believes that she has a twin sister who tried to kill her when they were younger. And she got banished from the house. And she is now a feral living in the woods. That's why she can't leave these boys, can't leave her alone. Because if they do, Queenie, her sister, who's feral, will come and attack her. Uh. So they build up this cool story that goes nowhere again. So I find this movie has potential, but it just kind of really... Fell apart for me. Like it didn't even fall apart for me. Like it's a good it was, bit of a cult classic. Like yeah. they've remade that film with uh, Rebecca DeMornay oh, yeah. as the mother. Yeah, it's yeah, it wasn't that hmm. good. Yeah. Anyways, I don't think I give it like six pumpkins or something like that. Six pumpkins. Five point five. Yeah. Cool. Um, from nineteen forty two, Rennie Claire's "I Married a Witch" is what I oh. I started my my morning off uh, with. This is um, a pretty light version uh it, it starts off where this witch and her father uh they've been captured by the town and they're gonna burn them by this yeah you, you know do. on the stake and, and, father, and then and then bury their ashes on this tree what's hilarious though is it starts off it's got a great comedy throughout and it starts mm-hmm. off and it's it sets it up it's it really looks like these old movies where they would have the the witch trials even up to the 60s mm-hmm. uh, similar sort of effect Except then you got a guy uh, like selling like various gadgets and stuff for the witch, like get your popcorn kind of deal, <laughs> like witchy and, popcorn. Um, and it, so that's it. Starts off really, really well. Um, Veronica Lake is uh, the the witch, uh, and, and and 
very short-lived kind of career in the 40s. She's most famous for Sullivan Travels, which, which is Preston Sturgis movie, which I love. She's awesome in this, like really funny, really light, uh, has really great uh, kind of chemistry with base, uh, Frederick March, who is the lead who's trying to become the governor or the senator, senator, and he's marrying this guy that runs this newspaper's daughter so he can basically do that. She comes in there, wants to ruin this guy because his family was who burned her at the stake oh. 200 years ago. Her father has his plans because he's like 8,000 years old, so he wants to basically destroy everybody. Uh, really, uh, the father is is quite hilarious in, in this as well. This does sound like a Disney movie to me. Like It's kind it, of, it's a little bit darker, but also featherweight. And, and probably my problem is it's, a little bit too nothing. Yeah. Like there's great chemistry between the leads there. Robert Benchley, who was, uh, he's in four correspondent, uh, Hitchcock movie and wrote a bunch of like humorous novels and stuff. He's like the humorous of the time. He's hilarious in this, mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't really add up to much. <laughs> like it's, there's not really much going on below the surface. I still yeah. really liked it. I'm going to give it 7.5 pumpkins. You were never bored. It's a gr- never bored. It's a great, Saturday or Sunday morning watch. It sounds like it'd be a good double feature with uh, Bell, Book, and Candle. Yeah. I, that, would, have you seen that one? No. I, I haven't seen... I actually own this one on Criterion Blu-ray, but I haven't watched either. But I, I've seen enough of them that I know, you know, the basic plots. And, yeah, like they're very light, yeah, yeah. light. But there's like some gags with brooms and, yeah. you know, they, they lean into the witch stuff uh, quite well. Cool. Um... I uh, continued the day with Beyond the Seventh Door from 1987. This is, I believe, a shot on another shot on video flick. It's part of Severin's Intervision line, and I believe most of their line is shot on video, but it does look better than most of those, so I don't know. Um, it's pretty much a two-player film. I mean, you have this Yugoslavian actor, Lazar Rockwoods, and he seems to have like this cult fan base or something huh. for some reason. He doesn't really speak uh, great English. He has trouble delivering his lines. Um, can't really act because of that, but he's the lead. Uh, he's this ex-con thief, and uh, he convinces his ex to help him do one last heist. I guess uh, she works for this uh, paraplegic millionaire, um, and so she's going to open the doors and help him break into the mansion. Um, the catch is that when they get in there, the the millionaire, I guess, plans and gets off on people trying to steal his fortune. So he has this maze of like series of uh, escape rooms and traps and oh, they have awesome. to they have to get through them. It's kind of like the original saw or escape room but again done on like a no budget. Um the, the female is fine like she's decent acting. I doubt she went on to do much c- career but she's she's easy on the eyes and yeah, she's far uh fine as far as acting but yeah, fine. this this Lazar guy is uh <laughs> awesome. It's not great but again adds to the the fun of the the film. Uh, yeah, the rooms kind of start out simple and silly, but then they become more elaborate as the film goes on. Uh, I, yeah, I just I had a lot of fun with this and all the, the the rooms and traps. I'm a sucker for these type of films. I mean, again, you guys know I really enjoyed yeah. Escape Room, uh, which not a lot of others did. Um, and fun little twist at the end. I won't say much more than that. Um, yeah, I'm going to give this one seven pumpkins out of ten. Not good, eh? Uh, I, I had a smile on my face for most of this, and I don't think it's too long either. I don't think it overstays its welcome. 
Um, again, I guess I'm going in with these shot on video, yeah. not expecting anything. I so find like, with stuff like with the budget, you always have to give it a bit of like leeway. Like, all right, what kind of? Well, I know Adam like, will yeah, disagree with that, the, but yeah. he, he judges everything equally. Yeah. yeah, I don't care if it's yeah. Yeah, I, budget for me, yeah, it's I, like, I think it's expectations for me. Like, yeah. if I put in, you know, I've I've watched several of these, and some of them are like pure trash. So when I put in this, I'm like, the story sounds cool, but I know it's gonna suck. And then I put in, and I'm kind of into it. I'm like. This guy's terrible, but I kind of yeah. want to see what happens. Are they going to get through the room? Like, yeah, just let me watch and try to figure out these puzzles with these people. I, I have fun with that. Um, again, the reason, like, I don't, not a fan of the Saw films, but I like, like, part two where they had to, like, yeah, go through the rooms them. and figure out the, the puzzles. So, yeah, uh, Beyond the Seventh Door. I also watched uh, from, I guess, 2020, 2021, A Quiet Place Part 2. Oh, yeah. I watched this I earlier. I actually didn't hate this. Like, I, no, I, don't I, hate this either. I uh, kind of just went along for the ride. And you're like, all right, this is interesting. This the is cool. opening like, section. When the town kind of gets taken over. Is fantastic. That was really cool. Uh, and I, I I thought, like, oh, shit. Like, I like yeah. I like the first movie, but is this yeah. going to be better than the yeah. first movie? Like. Are they going to like, and then it becomes yeah. a b- worse version of the first movie. Yeah, and that's exactly, what, what What more can they do with this concept, right? Like, They should have ended it on the first one. Yeah. Like, that's, a, that's I haven't watched this one because the first one, like, the worst part is when you find out how yeah. they defeat, and it's like, I don't have any interest in that. I like the other stuff. Yeah. Like, it didn't entice that, me. That being said, people. I wasn't bored watching this. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, it's kind of fun. No, no, it flies by. Like, it was a yeah. fun, like, a uh, road trip adventure But it's movie. nothing. Yeah. it's You're going to forget about this after you finish watching it. Well, I, I did, and I can yeah. remember the opening section. Yeah. I can't really remember anything else. Of, like, they're, yeah, Killian Murphy's there. Yeah. They have a bunch of actors that they don't really do anything with that yeah. are good actors. But that's how I even found, like, I, I really enjoyed the first film. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I, I think it's 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 over. Like people were yeah, really enamored, and I, I, I was yeah, like, I it was good. It was but, an interesting idea, but like yeah. if you like think about it for like longer than a second, you're like yeah. there's no way this like. Well, logic. it's like the whiteboard in the background. Yeah. What are their weaknesses? Yeah, <laughs> it's actually like, like we spelled on the board. Talking about this, like how often do you like rip like a fart in your sleep? Like you would die constantly. Like, I've done like 15 yeah. since we started yeah. recording. <laughs> That's why we have to like mute you every now and again. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. there's there's. Uh, this one feels also just like not as I was thought out as thought out. Yeah, yeah. like there, there's still. Well, I like guess they so made this like movie, like all right, here one. it is, and then they have to, like, all right, now what? What, yeah. what do we do with this? Like all the characters. Do, do are they fine. leave it set up for a third film? Yeah, that's, it, uh, yeah. I guess they. They're could. gonna just keep yeah. on making these as long as they make money. Yeah, I, I think guess, that's right? what it is. Yeah. yeah. I d- so, yeah, I'd like to see John Krasinski do something. Like he seems like he's talented. Mm-hmm. So let's. I'm curious to see what else he does. It'll it'll be interesting because he he. Like I never watched them, but everybody his first two dramas were like the Jack Ryan. Considering like no, like, oh no, Away We Go and stuff like that. Was that him? No, no, I don't. It's yeah, like I don't lesser. Yeah, versions. I don't anyone talking. There are huge them. whiffs, like uh, yeah. uh, in everybody's opinion. So you some and and that's where you actually like whenever you go into actual characterization, mm-hmm. the first movie works so well because all of the actors play off each other so well. Like yeah. he's an affable guy. Emily yeah. Blunt is the kids kind of uh, kids well are great together. in it. Uh and they know how to spend time with them all. But if you look anywhere below the surface you go, ah yeah. this guy actually doesn't like there's nothing actually going on mm-hmm. here. Um yeah I, I felt very similar. So what do you give yeah, me? I'm giving it seven pumpkins. I probably, I, I, 6. yeah, 6.5? 6.5, I think. So you watched it this week too then? No, no, I watched it uh, like three months ago. 
Oh, okay. I just when it first came out. I'm talking. Yeah. I know, no, no, just conversing. Make, just making sure that when we kind of, when we're adding up the points, okay. that okay. Uh, you know, there's no cheating going on. I, I did not watch. So uh, I then watched. Uh, I didn't even know. Uh, to be honest, I thought it just came out like a week or two ago. I didn't even know it came out three months ago. Yeah, it was it was like right up on Prime. Like, yeah, it, the, the week after it was I think in the it theater. hit theaters, and then it was on Prime like a week later. That's yeah. the whole problem with all this, like straight to streaming. I don't mm-hmm. even like know or you don't even care, clock it, right? You know. Um, from 1963, I believe you guys have covered this on a program that you did not invite me to earlier. Uh, uh, Roger Corman's The Haunted Palace, starring Vincent Price. Ooh. Right? I don't know if we covered this we, yeah, one. Yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah. Which one was this? That followed the head? No. Price, Corman, Pooh. This is, uh, this is the one basically where, uh, this warlock, (laughs) (laughs) this warlock is, uh, at this castle and he's doing all these things to these women. It's kind of got like a Lovecraftian thing going on about it. Uh, and then they burn him. It actually is, was like a great double feature with, I married, uh, uh, a witch. Yeah. This, I think this is the one where it has nothing to do with the Poe story and it's actually like based on a a Lovecraft. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and I, I, I dug this. Like, I I don't like there, there's something about this. that doesn't go to that next level for me or, or something. Vincent Price is great in this. Actually, all the other like side characters that are living in the house are, are pretty good. Lon, Lon Chaney Jr.'s in this is like his henchman, and he's so good. Like his he he has this entrance scene where he's basically there. So it's this new Vincent Price who looks who's the descendant of the warlock yeah. is now coming there with his wife Deborah Pageant, and they're they own this castle now. And so they go to the castle and looking around, it's pretty spooky and everything. And then Lon Chaney Jr. just jumps out and pops out of nowhere. And I can't remember the line, but it's really fucking hilarious. Whatever the hell he says to them, it was great. Um, and and then basically you have, uh, you know, oh, he says one becomes accustomed to the darkness here. <laughs> um, so you, you that is a great line. You've you've got all these great characters, and you and I like the Lovecrafting thing with this monster that's below this castle, and and what are they going to do with it? Uh, the townspeople are out for revenge. I'm saying this, and I'm going through it, and I'm going, why am I going to give it the score? Because yeah. <laughs> I like it more. I do. I did find it dragged and kind of became repetitive a little bit with. Once Vincent Price gets taken over by the warlock, there's not much surprise there. It happens very early. Yeah, the stuff with the wife kind of starts. Yeah. They start doing that, almost torturing her, and the planning keeps happening over and over again. But there are a few kind of like kills that happen uh, for him to get revenge. I'm going to give it seven pump, seven pumpkins, seven pumpkins, seven yeah, pumpkins. I think, I think that's. I think I gave it around somewhere around that too. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's still really good. I don't I don't know if it's top tier price, but no. next level down. But again, that it, that guy's fucking catalog. Is he's so good. and he's so good. Like this, the, I'm going to talk about another one where he's unbelievable in it. But I found the the movie uh, uh, not so not so hmm. in, in the same di- direction. So we cool. will get to that. Uh, I continued my day with one spitting from 1985. Uh, this is. Uh, uh, a 400-year-old vampire, played by Lauren Hutton, has to drink the blood of her virgin three times each year before Halloween to keep her immortor- immortality and youthful appearance. Kind of a weird yeah. three times before Halloween. Uh, but I guess it's, it's this is 80s LA, and it's becoming harder and harder to find uh, virgin? virgins. Enter Jim Carrey in one of his... Mm. 
early, uh, one of his first appearances. He's the lead in this. Uh, he's got a girlfriend played by Karen Copens, who's uh, very attractive in this. But I guess she is not willing to commit, and uh, so he goes to the to this uh, Hollywood club with his buddies to try to like. Well, maybe if I you know meet someone with experience, she can like kind of. Teach me the ropes. Teach me the ropes, so then it's not so much pressure on her or some bullshit excuse. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, she uh, bites uh, Jim Carrey um, by his uh, groin area, and so he's slowly becoming this vampire. They don't do a lot with that. You think they do more, like mm-hmm. he's wearing dark sunglasses, dressing in black, but they, there's so many jokes that you think they could do and they don't do, and that's kind of the problem with this film. It's like it's a horror, it's a comedy, it's a teen romp, but it doesn't really excel at any three at, of them. At any any one of them. Um but yeah, you How was Jim Carrey? You there's do like, get to see well he that's a problem. He's playing the straight man, but there's a couple scenes where you they let him just go loose and like you can see the Jim Carrey that we all are gonna yeah. know well, and love. And, and the thing is the by that time he, on his stand up is he's Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah. Like that this was the whole thing with Jim Carrey is like Everyone expected him in the mid '80s to blow up, and he didn't because all the yeah. things that he was in didn't make good. him didn't and didn't make him Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you can tell like the, the the this is has it's a weak script, but th- there's some fun moments. Again, like he goes to a Halloween party and everyone's commenting on like, "Oh, nice vampire costume." He wins vampire costume. He's getting pissed like I'm not in a costume. <laughs> but uh, of course, being an '80s film, you have the uh, titled. Once Bitten uh, theme song by some band called Three Speed, which nice. is kind of fun and catchy. And then there's this great, probably the highlight of the movie, there's this dance-off where I guess Laura Hutton comes to the Halloween party and his girlfriend, and they're fighting in a dance-off with for Jim Carrey. Amazing. And it's great. And there's this cheesy song like Hands Off by <laughs> Maria Vito, who's just a super catchy song. And it's like, hands off, he's my man or something. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. The way he's singing it, I want that on my <laughs> yeah. ringtone from now on. It's uh, it's very catchy, but just the way they do it, it's like this chore- well choreographed. I can't get you, you doing, hands off, he's, he's my, my man. man. <laughs> it's like, he's my property or some bullshit. Um, <laughs> It's great. Uh, anyways, that that kind of made up for the the rest of the film. That's just okay. Um, there's some problematic scenes, like there is in every '80s teen romp type of movie. I mean, his buddies, uh, his girlfriend um, asks his buddies to like, can you got to look to see if he has his mark by his groin? So they're all in the the shower on gym class trying to look at his junk, and eventually they they can't do it, so they just get frustrated. So they grab him, and they're like, now look, look, and everyone everyone all runs out of the gym yelling. Yeah. In the shower, yeah, in yeah. the shower, you know, the, the F word. Um, so, fuckers, fuckers in yeah, the shower. Yeah, no, it's not that one, <laughs> the other uh, offensive to, to gay people. Uh, but again, the I mean, real F word. Every, every 80s um, teen romp, yeah. you kind of got to expect that. I mean, I, I think it's literally in every yeah. every single one. There's always been one of those scenes that doesn't hold up. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of ten. It was fine. Not um, that great. I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, there's some funny moments on it. The, the dance-off was fun. There, there's some good stuff in there, but then there's like stuff where it drags. Like it, it really needed a good script. Like there's yeah. there's something there. But What was the Nick Cage movie? Um, Vampire's Kiss. That's actually on a double feature. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what, what, which, one. which one's better? Uh, Vampire's Kiss is yeah. better. That's actually, that's actually like a funny... Like yeah. Nick Cage is actually in this over the top great performance set, but that actually has something more to it on top of it. Whereas this film is just like this comedy that's just not. I think that I funny. watched yeah. v- Vampire's Kiss last yeah, I think year you for might this, have actually. and yeah, it, it, there was something kind. Of, it's almost like 
super special. Like there's a there's some stuff that is like doesn't work in that one for me, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was actually like that's a legit like undeserved movie because of the A B C D like just yeah. become a parody. But it's it's better way better than that. Doesn't he yell like to I'm a vampire? Yeah. I'm a vampire. <laughs> Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Oh my yeah, god. Watch yeah, that you should watch that. Watch yeah. that this month. So that, that that's the better film, yeah. For yeah, sure. I'd love to, but I'm too busy watching uh, shows like Behind the Attraction. It's a Disney uh, Plus show where they go into the rise of Disneyland and talk about how they got made. So this one was the Haunted Mansion, and okay. this is actually a ton of fun. It talks about like the guys who wrote it. Like I guess there was a war between like trying to be spooky and trying to be funny. Like mm. what do you want to do? So the two guys who were writing it like were kind of at odds. So the guys like wasn't like like half scary and the other half funny. So they just kind of which makes sense that, now that I think about that makes sense because there are scary moments. Yeah, ride, but, but the other half is like a bunch yeah, of like uh, people dancing and shit like that. But like I guess they have those great stories of how they were building these monsters and animatronics, and I guess the janitors at night when everyone's out of the uh, office didn't want to go in there to sweep up because they were scared. So they programmed them to come alive at like midnight when the janitors were in there to pull like a <laughs> prank and shit like that. So it was like cool stories like that. Cool. I, talk, yeah, I that like. We talked about Universal, mm-hmm. I think, on the last episode. You guys have been there, and I had, but I, mm-hmm. I, I, I have been to Disney World. Did you twice. go to the Haunted yeah. Mansion? And the, so the first time I went there, I'm like five or six years old, yeah. and all I did was want. I went on that once and was like, "Fuck every other ride." It's I awesome, just want to go right? on this over and over again. Yeah. So yeah. by the end, only my grandmother would go on this because I had gone on it like Several 25 times, times in the week yeah. or something. That's uh, not like if I yeah. go to Disneyland yeah. anytime soon, like that's I, that's really the only reason yeah. I have interest in going So there. the next time I go there, I'm now, I don't know, 13 years yeah. old, but I'm still pumped. Like this has still been in my brain for like years. At that, that point, that's like 20 or 30 years yeah. as a kid. Like six to 13, that's, yeah. I, I've, I've died and come back to, again. I go there. It's closed for dusting. Oh, that's uh, for dusting no, on like, a haunted house to put more dust in. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> it or took maybe, them a whole goddamn week. Maybe someone uh, died and they were dusting for prints. Oh, that could have been. Maybe true. someone got scared to death. Uh, well, that's we, actually a perfect yeah. segue. Yeah. Yeah. but I'll, I'll wait till when it's. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna give it? Yeah, I was actually give seven point five pumpkins. Like I was actually, it was digging it. Cool. Um. So I watched a new movie. Okay. From uh twenty twenty one. Things Heard and Seen. Have you heard about this? This is the mm. one with Amanda Seyfried. That's her okay. name, right? Yeah. Oh, is that the one with Kevin Bacon? No. Oh. That's, I, there's another one. This one has James Norton and La- Natalie Dyer from Stranger Things and a f- bunch of... Uh, Rhea Seahorn uh, from... Uh, not Breaking Bad. I haven't heard Better about Call this, yeah. but I'm assuming it's bad. Uh, yeah, not so good. Uh, so <laughs> He just heard 2021, and he's like, yeah, probably bad. <laughs> well, no, for the fact that, like, I, I kind of, again, yeah. even though I don't love... Like, I kind of keep... Track. Keep up on everything, and like I hadn't. If I haven't like heard this, that, was no one's this was one it. of the most popular movies at the beginning of the year. I actually had uh, two people go, "You didn't watch that?" Yes, yeah. and it was. It, this is the weird thing with Netflix. It's like a movie goes in the top ten, and people just expect. Yeah. That, See, that's I, all I think you're I, watch. I, I base mine on like horror groups, and I don't think any yeah. horror groups are talking about this. Whereas, like, this may be a movie where like plain Jane and you know average Joe are you know mm-hmm. get looking forward and watching it as soon as it goes. It up starts off promising. Uh, like they move into this haunted house. This this the the it's a husband and wife. They've got uh, a, a kid, and they're moving up 
to basically no man's upstate New York because yeah. he's going to be a professor there. And and F uh, what's what's F Marie Abraham, who I love, is like the the main guy that's running that place. So you, you've got all these characters, and the characters are pretty interesting, and the relationship seems kind of messed up. And then the house, there's weird shit happening, and then you start noticing like. Uh, that was a ghost, and like, there's there's stuff, things happening. This and, sounds like the same as a Kevin Bacon movie. <laughs> maybe, I, I don't know the Kate. <laughs> like, Kevin that, Bacon. what a weird thing that she did like two of these in a row that are like the same. And and movie. she's legitimately really great in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she can she can be a good actress. So it's weird mm. that she would sign on and. Uh, it's it, like it's not it 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 ends up being like toxic to, uh, toxic masculinity. Like, hey, this guy's bad, and you go, oh yeah, this guy's yeah. like he's subtly bad, and you're going fuck this guy, like. Yeah. And then it's not subtly bad anymore. Like he's the worst fucking human being on earth, and it just all unravels. And is, it, is it the ghost who's making him be bad? You got me really no. excited. Uh, I thought you're gonna say it's like Toxic Avenger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Toxic masculinity, not so good. Toxic, toxic Avenger, Avenger, fucking a yeah. man. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna give this five pumpkins out of yeah, ten. Yeah, not worth well, the uh, squeeze. Yeah, not worth it. Um, so I, I said the Maddie or your thing about the dust would be a good segue to my last movie I watched this day from 2019, The Addams Family. Oh, okay. I had seen this before, but the new one came out, so we're like, ah, we might go see it with Take the Kids. It's hard Check to, Check it out. You know. um, so, yeah, I wasn't really looking forward to this, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, there's a scene where Lurch is, has a vacuum, and he goes like this. He touches, and you're like, oh, there's no dust on it. What's he doing? And then he, he's shooting Puts, the dust yeah. back. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, th- this is the one. Go- in this story, uh, Gomez is... Per- Preparing Pugsley for the upcoming Mazurka, which is like the rite of passage that every Adam's family member has to take. And then Wednesday wants to experience life outside the house. This bright red balloon and confetti uh, appears on their property, so she's uh, curious about it. Uh, There's a reality TV uh, makeover host. Uh, She's built this whole community town called Assimilation only to discover that when they clear all the the, the smog, smog and everything out of the town, they clear the swamp, on the top of the hill is the Adams family, which is this eyesore to her perfect little town. So she has to chase them out by spreading rumors and lies about them, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, as you can tell, I didn't yeah. care about this. I mean, this is like, you know, the despicable me of the Adams yeah. It just didn't have that Adams family feel to it. It's like they're they're trying to like cash grab. Well, they're trying to just you know throw in this message for kids mm-hmm. that you know it doesn't matter if you're different. Everyone can be you know a good person and you know whatever it, you know. Don't judge a book by its, its cover. Yeah, <laughs> accepting differences and realizing we're all the same bullshit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, it doesn't do. For, there, there's some moments in there where you're like, ah, they kind of get it. I don't mind the animation style, at least of the Adams family, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not for me. It, again, it's okay for a kids film. You can do a lot mm-hmm. worse. I mean, it's no worse or better than the Hotel Transylvania. Uh, I'm gonna give it six pumpkins out of ten. I guess uh, mm. as a family film, it, it's probably lower than that. I don't know. Uh, I will say what really angers me though is that years before Tim Burton was gonna do, and he was like, he was in. I think it went to pre-production a stop motion. Oh, film of that. Mm, I mean, awesome. how cool would have that been? That'd been fantastic. Um, but I guess, like, I think, like, all these other stop motion ones yeah. had. Is, st- is this coming. coming back as a TV series? Is or Wednesday? Oh, Wednesday is doing like a yeah, Netflix, Netflix is doing. I think Tim Burton is actually producing yeah. that or oh. something. He has something to do with it. But it, that seems weird to me too. Though what they're, I don't know. I'm curious, but it seems weird. Is Christina Ricci going to be in this? No, I think oh. uh, she's still Wednesday. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch that. 
Uh, but she's playing a twelve-year-old. <laughs> yeah. I would watch this. <laughs> like she has like rosy cheeks and shit, and like like uh, still pigtails, but they're like her graying hair is now dyed like jet black. Yeah, it's probably isn't it like about her and her kids now or something? No like, idea. Mm. It, there's no way it doesn't it doesn't sound good. But um, yeah. anyways, that's uh, that's speaking I that of uh, not sounding good or being good. Uh, I watched uh, the Halloween episode from season one, episode four of Last Man Standing, which is Tim <laughs> Allen's new show. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it is hard to watch, man. Even if it was like a Halloween, like okay, uh, this might be good. Like it's a Halloween episode. Is it like at least like home permanent? Like a lot of Halloween in there? There is a lot of Halloween. Yeah, I'll give it like there was a lot of Halloween, but like the laugh track was enough to like drive me nuts and uh it gets a bit preachy in a way like uh well, isn't it like a is it a religious show or something not a religious but like a i don't say political but just kind of uh they're making fun of like hillary clinton in there and yeah uh, i think it's very like uh yeah. right right and wing like, and uh, the one daughter doesn't want to go trick-or-treating because it's like a pagan holiday but uh tim allen's like well no i'm gonna take her out anyways because it's like halloween it's fun and he shouldn't have done that and but there's one great joke i guess his wife is dressed up a bit scantily and the one neighbor kind of like trick-or-treat like oh hey uh Hey, hey, girl! I, I didn't know you dressed like this, but he keeps making excuses to come back to see her in the uh, hmm. slutty costume. So I thought that was a fun little gag. But yeah. uh, if there's enough costumes and yeah. like props and stuff, I'd, yeah, I'd give watch it a shot. It. Like, where did you watch that? It was on Disney Plus. Uh, okay, I don't know that. I'm going to give it a um, five pumpkins. All right. Uh, <laughs> and then I ended my night Grim with Grim. Grim. Uh, Grim. Uh, season three, episode three. Uh, a dis. Best served cold. Another really kind of good grim episode. Um, it's it's basically like people are just uh, dying in mysterious ways, and then you realize they're all this one type of vessin that is actually the Grimm's best friend. He's that uh-uh. type of vessin, and it's it's got a. Uh, uh, basically a chef that is like one of these egomaniac chefs that would have been in Paris or whatever. Yeah. Like our good friend Jordan Mitchell. Yeah, he, he should have been in Paris. He's always yelling at people and throwing pots and pans. Yeah, that yeah. kind of guy. It's it, who's played by <laughs> He loves like Gordon Ramsay. Like he's like a really nice person, but he watched like two episodes of Gordon Ramsay. He became that it, asshole. It, it changed. <laughs> yeah. It changed him really quick. He's like, wait, I'm allowed to do that? <laughs> you ever watch Veep? Yeah. Uh so <laughs> the the one senator who's played by David Beckendahl, who's basically the most filthy, yeah. like all, he's got the assistant that he just degrades the whole time. Mm. That's the guy that plays the chef, and he oh, kind of has awesome. that. He's he's great in it. He's chewing a bunch. He of knows scenery. how to dress people down. Uh, I'm gonna give this another. Uh, I'm gonna give this one seven. Okay. Not not quite at the the same as the other one, but it's still like a, a really solid episode. Awesome. Is that it for the second? It's day two. That is it for the second. Okay, let's move on to the third. Sure. Okay, so on October 3rd, I started off the day with Dark Intruder from 1965. Uh, this was uh, originally filmed to be a pilot for a series going to be called The Black Cloak. It was uh, produced by Hitchcock's Shamley Productions. It was going to be oh, interesting. his uh, replacement to the Alfred Hitchcock hour where that was yeah. coming to an end. Um, and uh, this was going to replace it. But uh, like the uh, the Ghosts of Sierra Madra, Madra? Um I, this was it was too scary for TV. I don't know if that's like a uh, bullshit thing they just said, like it wasn't good enough to get picked up. Um, mind you, this was very cool. Uh, so and this is a this is a movie. It's like an hour long, but it I checked and it is considered a film. 
So unlike Sierra Madre, Madre. where they added, they went and reshot and added some stuff to get Mm -hmm. it to the hour and whatever, 20 minutes. This one, I don't know if they did. I think they did say they did reshoots, but it was still like it's just over an hour. So it's it's pretty short. But uh, it opens up. We have a cloaked figure with uh, monstrous features is murdering various women and leaving behind a carved ivory statue that has like a face on one side and then this demon kind of growing out of the other side. And every time he does a murder, he leaves a, a new um, ivory statue. But each time, the demon face is growing out further and further. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, freeing itself, I guess, from the, the human face. Uh, Leslie Nielsen is awesome. um, the lead in this. Yeah, cool. He's pretty much Batman. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he kind of plays this ditzy kind of playboy guy in public, like going after women and stuff. But then he's secretly this sleuth detective um, and then like he has his Alfred is like this little dwarf that he has that helps him out. And then he he's friends with the commissioner as well. But he Wait. has to like he puts on disguises to meet up with the commissioner and then they like trade information. Are we talking like Frank Drevin disguises from like Naked Gun? It is kind of <laughs> like there's one where he got, he puts on like this sailor's outfit and he pretends he's a drunken like sailor coming in from the sea. And then there's other some other one where he's you know pretend to look for some you know from I don't know what the other one it was yeah. but uh, yeah it's these various kind of uh, little disguises. Uh, you have me sold. This sounds kind of amazing. Yeah, this does sound amazing. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's just him investigating. He has his his good friend and his uh, uh, a new newly or sorry engaged to this woman. So there's like this relationship between them three. They're all friends. But his one friend is involved in these murders because he thinks he's the one that is behind them. He has like these blackouts or whatever, and he thinks that he's the one becoming this monster um, uh, because he's getting these visions and stuff and doing the murders, and he has to investigate this. Uh, Leslie Nielsen. Um, Yeah, it kind of does feel like a TV episode than a movie. It doesn't have like some of the epic stuff you'd find mm-hmm. in a movie. It feels very much like a TV sh- episode, but not in a bad way. Like, I, I really enjoyed this. I'm going to give it seven and a half awesome. pumpkins out of ten. It was just kind of fun, and I liked the whole twist and everything, and Leslie Nielsen is just having fun with the role. Do you have the disc, or do you watch it Yeah, I, have a, I picked up the Kino Blu-ray. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I recommend this one. I'll go. Uh, yeah, I'll go, Maddie. Yeah, if you, if you really want it. me to. Uh, so I watched from 1960 House of Usher, another Corman movie, Corman. Uh, starring Vincent Price yeah. uh, and some fairly bad acting from everyone else. <laughs> uh, that's kind of my complaint with this one. It, it's you know it's another Poe adaptation. PCP. <laughs> um, see, I, I feel left out. I, you know, I really do. Dude, I thought we invited you that. You just couldn't do it that. Time, uh, right? But that's probably yeah. actually true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could be wrong. I mean, maybe we, we didn't like you or something, but maybe we were. Arguing. Or you're like, I let's invite him to do you know sorority house, but yeah. we won't invite him. And then to when do... you turn us down on that, we're like, you yeah, know what? Fuck him. You don't just get all the candy. You got to take the yeah, you know, vegetables too. Yeah. I'm 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 eating my vegetables now. You got to pay the price. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so basically, it's this guy that's supposed to marry this girl and he goes looking after her and he, he hands up at this this old house the house of usher yeah uh the, the aforementioned house of usher and, and he he can't see her at first sees her brother the brother's played by vincent price who is fucking great in this yeah. and he's got all these ailments and is stuff this the where he's got like him. the white white hair yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's uh it's really really good except i just find everything with the other characters, yeah. 
That's I remember They're like the drips. story not being that interesting, mm. but like price was kind of great. And if that's what I remember about the film, I don't know. I think potentially this is up there with his all the stuff I I've seen with Cor- the Corman ones at least mm. in terms of his performance, and he's always great. But there's like an extra layer of like sadness and and uh, desperation and and also like there's a little bit of evil, but he's sympathetic. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot going on there, um, and he really holds the picture and, and why it was still interesting to me. I'm gonna give it six point five pumpkins out of ten. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like this is the problem occasionally, and it looks good. Like yeah, the actual Corman actually is underrated. I think as yeah. a, as a, a director in terms of how he does visual space because you know I've been watching a bunch of those Hammer. We've been talking about them uh, throughout this year. And I feel like he's as good or, or better than a lot mm-hmm. of those guys and is working actually with l- less effects. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Maddie? I uh, watched um, The Dead Pit from uh, 89. Have you seen this? N- no. Have you seen this? Yeah. It's fucking insane. It takes place uh, in an insane asylum right beside an abandoned insane asylum. It starts off with these uh, this it's one so doctor. It's so insane that it yeah. takes place in an insane asylum right beside an insane asylum. Yeah, cool. B- beside <laughs> an abandoned insane asylum. Yeah, like, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just thought that you said insane like three times in a one oh, sentence. Yeah, there. that makes sense. Uh, so it starts off with these one doctor's like, what are you doing? Like, you can't do all these experiments on these uh, patients. Like, this is, you're playing gods. It's crazy. Like, you can't stop me. You can't kill me. He's like, I can't kill you. Pop, he pops him in the head. That one doctor's like, you can't do this anymore. So he seals this door of this dead pit of his experiments and uh, his dead body. And, like, no one knows what happened to him. They thought he ran away. 20 years later, uh, this one girl is experiencing a... Uh, retrograde amnesia as you can only do in the 80s she doesn't remember anything about her so she ends up in the um, insane asylum so it's like her trying to relive her past and it turns out she has some stories and as uh, you progress into her childhood you realize that uh, something happened that took away her memories rather than and as is going on all these um Clients of the asylum. I don't. I don't know how to say this. All these psychos are slowly losing their mind. Patients are slowly losing their mind. All these clients. Yeah, (laughs) I've worked in a few. Like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the correct word. (laughs) Uh, Are slowly like losing their mind, going like a psycho, and it's yeah. It's Isn't fine. there zombies or something in there? At the end, all the people okay. rise up from the dead pit and take over the uh, insane asylum. It's fucking awesome. I had See, a blast. All the zombies looked great. There was a really cruel wet t-shirt contest. Remember the wet t-shirt contest? I, She's I, just getting blasted with the fire hose, but like almost like Elsa She-Wolf style, and her ho- shirt gets blown off. And it's the one nurse is almost like Nurse Ratchet. She's so evil and mean. Yeah, it's... It's insanity. I don't remember enjoying that movie really that oh. much. You you liked it? Yeah, I really did. It's a it's a blast, man. What are you giving it? I was going to give it a seven point five. Oh wow! Now, mm-hmm. but you were going to. In are you a still six, going to? Six. Yeah. Are you guys going to judge me if I give it seven point five? No, yeah. Seven point five pumpkins. Seven point five. The 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 most memorable thing about that movie is back in the VHS days. It came in this cover where the eyes lit up oh, yeah? on the zombie. Awesome. So everyone was hoping that when it got the Blu-ray release, we didn't get that, but it, it did get the limited, the first re- release of it got this really cool, the one I have, it's like this glow in the dark, like he's cu- coming up on the yeah. cover and it's like um, uh, embossed and glows in the dark. Oh, that's it's cool. pretty sweet, yeah. Anyway, 
Not, I don't remember it being a great movie. Maybe I got to revisit it. I was yeah, just. I think you'll dig it. Yeah. Huh, Adam, or, or is it me? It 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 could be you. Okay. Um, I watched uh, a TV film from 1974 called All the Kind Strangers. Uh, this stars Stacy Keach. Nice. Um, he's driving along this road and he witnesses a young boy walking. Uh, uh, On the road. Walking beside it, yeah, by himself. Uh, so he volunteers, to, you know, to, to give the boy a ride uh, home, uh, unbeknownst to him that he lives in this secluded farmhouse in the middle of, like, this swamp forest. So he's got this new car, and he's, like, constantly mm. like, ah, oh, shit, this is, like, ruining my new car. Um, but he eventually gets there and discovers that um, the boy uh, is, doesn't have... He lives with his brothers. His parents are, are gone. He, he just He learns that both of his parents are dead so he lives with like his brothers and sisters um and uh and then this uh but he, he's okay see you later he's gonna leave but there's like the storm and his car is not starting up so he's stuck there um and then and then they say well int- let, go introduce him to mother and he's like what i thought you said your mother's mm-hmm. dead and they introduce this woman and she's kind of like she's in the kitchen but they like lock the room when he goes in there and you kind of just she writes like help in the she's cooking she writes help in the uh the baking powder or whatever. Um, so uh, the flour. Uh, so yeah, you you pretty. I don't want to spoil too much, but you mm. discover that I guess the parents are dead, and what they do is they do this. Uh, this they send the, the little boy out, hoping someone will give him a ride, uh, so they can find new parents and trap them and lock them there. And you find that they've done this before. There's in the water, the lake. There's a bunch of abandoned cars. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I don't want to say too much, but yeah, there, there's some good tension in there. Uh, it's Keech is constantly trying to escape, and they have guns too. Like if you're wondering, how can these kids hold them? And one of them, like one of them, is like a teenager. Yeah, teenager. Even like you know, he's definitely like 19, 20, or maybe even a little bit later than that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it's I really enjoyed this one. It's solid build up and um, just a lot of uh, good good tension there. The problem I do have with it is. Without saying too much, the ending kind of like it builds up all this tension. What's going to happen? And then it, it kind of ends like on a, almost like afternoon special kind of uh. finale, which I was disappointed with. But still, like the, there's some effective drama in there. I, I I mostly enjoyed it. Stacy Keach is always fun yeah. to watch. It's weird seeing like a young Stacy Keach. Doesn't he still um, look like he's old though? <laughs> he's, he looks a bit younger in this one though. I'm, I'm trying to think. I think he still has a mustache, but it's not like as thick as it normally is. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of 10. Nice. Cool. Uh, so after that, I, I, uh, watched a, uh, a Larry Cohen film, uh, from 1976. God told me to. Oh, nice. Uh, so this is basically, uh, a New York detective that is investigating all these murders. Uh, they're, oh Yeah. Get Open that up that beer. Flying Monkey's Pumpkin Beer. Flogger. Flying Monkey always has great covers, but yeah. I never really enjoy their beers that much, so we'll see how I feel about this. Uh, We're trying to get a sponsorship. Man. Oh, sorry. Cool. Yeah, you, you, the, I just, every time I go to, a, uh, like, when I'm a guy that knows nothing about alcohol, so I buy based on the, the cool covers, and I always buy Flying Monkey, and every time I'm like, uh, you know. Anyway. Yeah. Support yeah. us. Um, <laughs> so basically, all of these murders are being committed. There's no secret. It's God told yeah. me. To. How great is that opening scene with the clock, the uh, water tower? Oh, it's, it's it's amazing. It's insane, right? Th- that scene, and then you've got the parade scene with Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman, yeah, it's is is up, right? is the the cop that goes crazy and starts killing. I was like, I'm looking. So it's 
it's all this guerrilla filmmaking mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say if you heard, if you watch the making because that they did with no permits, which yeah. is insane. And you can tell like some of the cops in that parade are kind of drunk as they're walking through. Like, and and honestly, so how did somebody not get shot? Yeah, like you're doing all these scenes and well, they did the shootout. They were doing the, the sniping too. Yeah, without a permit. Well, like, I think even like the people on the street like lost their minds because well, they called the cops. Down. Down. Yeah. yeah, but you can tell like with the people, the actual extras. So those scenes are yeah. are are fantastic. Yeah. But I remember cl- going, is that Andy Kaufman? Yeah. Like, yeah. like because they they show him really yeah. early on in the parade, like with the, all all the other cops, and I'm going, it's perfect for him to do something like that. Exactly. Um. Yeah. I I really like in, in I I you know I'd watch Q, so I got uh, some other uh, Larry Cohen experience mm-hmm. recently, and I. I really dug Q as well. There are elements of this when they actually get into the plot, plot where you go, oh, okay. uh, like whenever he seems like he's not doing something high wire like act in terms of like, I'm going to film this scene that I'm not yeah. supposed to do, which are always executed like it's a real m- movie. Yeah. And then you, like, why are the scenes out there shot and look better and they look fantastic? And the she- scenes in the co- in like the cop police station, station, police station, and they look terrible. But what did you think about the, the end? Like, that's pretty yeah. fucking weird and cool and fucked up. Yeah, the ending. I, like I, I really the, dug the ending. Yeah, I don't want to say too much. Yeah, we don't need to say too much about how all everybody yeah. Yeah. God told me to. And, and I thought the lead was fantastic in it as well. Now, have mm. you seen his uh, the It's Alive trilogy? No. Or the stuff? No. Oh, okay, those are both great mm. those are both probably my favorite um cohen flicks that's alive and the stuff um it's alive is again is like a stupid baby killing but again it it's like this one where there's a lot more to it and it kind I, of I think that non-ling. was the thing like i wasn't that interested in watching his movies just because like sometimes you i hear like oh like it's cool because he did this stuff that you know gorilla filmmaker on it. such a low budget and i go but it it works in a crazy way, right? Yeah, like there's something magical about that. So I watched Q, and he does a bunch of that shit in that yeah. movie too, but David Carradine's in it as yeah. well. He's a good actor. Like, you forget, like, yeah. because you see him as Chaekwon Kane, and, uh, yeah, yeah. but like, when he was younger, he was crazy good. Well, he was great in Kill Bill too, I think. Yeah, yeah. he's great in Kill Bill, yeah. Um, uh, so I'm going to give it seven pumpkins. Cool. Nice. I think probably like one step below... Q. Q for me. I need to Q's one. I haven't seen. I I've owned it for like years. I should mm. get on. That. It's it's like they're really close. Like I bet I could watch them on another date. They both have a similar sort of vibe. The other yeah. one, except this one's more religious, and the other one's more he's monster. De- yeah. He's definitely a filmmaker though. That always like he always didn't have much of a budget, but he mm. always did something. He his films were like slightly elevated. You know what I mean? Like if he did a, a movie of the stuff about this goo eating people, but then it's like tackling all commercialism and all these different other yeah. political intrigue and, and and stuff like that. Shady, you know that Q had more to it. This God told me to. There's more to it. And then it's live again. There's a lot more to it than a baby going around killing people. It's like dealing with the how this effect would have on this family. Mother. That you know, I'm definitely gonna yeah. go down mm-hmm. and watch more. It's yeah. it's it's just so weird. Like I think the way people had told me about this or what I read about them was like, oh, well, this guy did all these kind of things on no budget. Isn't that, like, cool. let's give him, like, a pat on the back. Kudos. That's not it at all. No. He, he's doing exceptional stuff. It doesn't matter what the budget is. That's just, like, a What's plus to them. Yeah. It would be hard to recreate some of these scenes with a budget. No, uh, that's actually true. Like, yeah. he took these 
gorilla things and actually made it a plus because he's doing it that way yeah. where most of the time it's like and that's going back to a racer head yeah. that's what i love about a racer head he's not using that stuff as a crutch he's using it to to make it better hands cool i think you're up kyle uh, I'll be quick with this one. So I watched, uh, I'm trying to find a movie to watch with my son, mm-hmm. Batman versus Dracula from 2005. I've seen oh, three actually, or four times. Yeah, actually, I like this movie. <laughs> uh, so while trying to uncover a stash of stolen loot in a cemetery, the, uh, the Joker and the Penguin accidentally unleashed Dracula from his many years slumber. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much what you expect. It's Batman yeah. facing Dracula in Gotham City, and he's trying to bring, uh, turn the whole city into the undead. Um, th- there's some fun stuff in there, uh, but yeah, overall, it's nothing special. It's just kind of harmless fun. Yeah. I remember when this show, this was the first series, I believe, like Batman the Animated Series, which I think is a masterpiece, one of the greatest shows of all time, and then they did Justice League and Batman Beyond, but it was all that same style and everything. This was the first one where they were came and they did, it's like a young teenage Batman. I remember kind of first hating it at first, mm-hmm. but then like I, I start, started watching more and more and like it really grew on me. I still don't like the Joker in this. He's... It kind of took every character that had like something about them and just turned them into action villains. Yeah. Instead of like, well, this guy's unique because he outwits Batman or whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't. It, it definitely grew on me. But and this this one's fine. But it, yeah, it's nothing special. I'm gonna give it six pumpkins out of ten. All right. Yeah. Speaking of a uh, kiddie fair, I watched uh, the real Ghostbusters season one episode two, Killer Watch. I enjoy this one. Uh, pretty much a ghost goes into this um, uh, electronic thing and shuts down the city of New York, and all these uh, monsters are like a. Um, cool designs like vacuum cleaners coming to life like generators coming to life and they all look very hip so i enjoyed this one i'm going to give it a 6.5 pumpkins cool cool uh i watched uh a movie i should have watched for our top 100 and and i i knew when we were doing our top 100 made both of yours uh we can crown it a maniac tonight uh beetlejuice uh so yeah, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. It, it holds up all the set pieces and characters, the monsters. Yeah, um, I I love all you know all that kind of practical stop motion stuff that he's doing yeah. in it. It's such a shame that Tim Burton isn't doing these movies anymore. Where mm-hmm. like he was so into the world, creating every little detail. Like Night Before Christmas, same thing. I know he didn't direct it, but that's still his film. Like yeah. you watch some of those films, and then you watch now, and it's like you can tell he's definitely a director for hire. Yeah, like Alice in Wonderland, Dumbo. Yeah. What was even that superhero one that he did? Gothic superhero kids one. Oh, uh, Miss uh, Mrs. Parrot. Yeah, like oh. that one. That one actually might be the closest. But to to his mm. his sort of thing like all the school for like kids that have all these like it I think it was actually probably in, in my so Mrs. Peregrine's school for children or whatever yeah. I think they tried to pretend it was X Men and the ads yeah um. and then also tried to tell him at the end okay so you've made this thing with all these cool like kids and it's like this small story well now we need it to be X Men at the end. Uh, yeah. So you need to go. Did you big. guys see that one? No, no I again, yeah, the, the trailers turn me off. That well, well the, the trailer actually doesn't have anything to do with it. Like it's good hmm. until it's terrible. Ah, uh, I just like when's the last like fully like is it Sleepy Hollow? Frank and Weenie. Oh, Frank and Weenie, mm-hmm. which I'm gonna watch for the first time. I think yeah, Frank this and Weenie is nice. good. And then before that is probably I guess there's the one Sweeney Todd was okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sweeney Todd's pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's okay for a musical, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Anyway, sorry to yeah. interrupt you. I just, yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna get. I, I don't need to talk about it. Yeah. It would have made my top hundred. 
Yeah. Again, one of the things like this movie is so good, you forget about the sandworms when you think about this movie. Yeah. And that's such a cool, crazy concept. Yeah, the sandworms yeah. or anything that yeah. like it really deals with death and it's yeah. dark. It is definitely a horror film. There mm-hmm. are uh, like the elements of them haunting the house, mm-hmm. which I forgot was such a it's like the whole thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and even it's, yeah. it tackles uh Wine on a Rider's uh character is like su- talking looking into suicide mm-hmm. and like Yeah, that that would have been maybe my only thing like she's a little bit thinly drawn and and she's great and that's why. So I thought she's supposed to be kind of be that gothic g- g- girl that you saw in school and that's all she talks about, you know? Yeah, and yeah. that's all you get. Yeah. Like she's not a real character to me. Yeah. She's like well, I a, thought she eventually though kind of there's a little more to her, I thought, by the end. Like, she kind of realizes that, you know... I think that's all... She just changes. Like, mm. it, there's not actually characterization. She like not growth. She, there's not... Like, there's not real, like... De- I, I guess with... Like, Why a, a writer has depth. A different actress, it would have been a terrible role because it's her. Yeah. You actually believe her character. Yeah, because she's, she's fantastic. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, we talked about Heathers and how yeah. great she is and, and that. Like, at that point, you couldn't have asked for a better actress. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give 8.5... Yeah. Uh, that's my only kind of thing about the movie is occasionally none of the characters, uh, other than maybe Alec Baldwin. Is that 8.5 salamis, 8.5 bolognese? What are we talking about here? That yeah, is well, 8.5 we'll pumpkins. <laughs> Guards. <laughs> so I don't know where that pr- might have just cracked the the very end of my top 50 or something like yeah. something like it, it wouldn't have been at the very top but it would have been in I there. miss uh, 80s Gina Davis too like the my fly goodness. Ooh, yeah she was so the, good I'm trying to think there's a couple other ones that she was even League of Their Own she's yeah. incredible yeah. Oh, yeah, in yeah, League yeah. of Their Own yeah yeah she's so charming too isn't she oh, another Jim Carrey number eh? and Jeff Goldblum yeah, oh, weird <laughs> um Cool. I finished off my day with uh, uh, a little film called Don't Panic from 1987, uh, Spanish film directed by Ruben... I'm excited to hear Galindo Jr. Galindo. That's pretty good. Galendo. I I I have no idea. I've never heard of this No, I'm sure that's not right. Anyways, uh, Vinegar Syndrome released a bunch of his films uh, as of like in the past couple months or past year, I guess. Um, and, I, and I picked them all up and want to watch them because it seems like they all kind of have something interesting about them. Uh, this one opens up. Uh, you have a 17-year-old uh, Michael. Sorry, Michael is celebrating his 17th birthday. His friends come with a Ouija board and they accidentally awaken a demon. Um, murders begin happening to everyone at the party and Michael becomes the suspect because he's having these visions of the murders. Um, typical demon kind of possession film. Mm-hmm. Um I will say that this one didn't really work for me that well. There's another film that I watched by the director that I did enjoy and talk about in a bit, but um, outside of some decent special uh, makeup effects, I just found this whole film mostly forgettable. Um, other than, so there's two highlights. One, the lead female in this, the love interest, has this like fucking thick unibrow the whole movie. <laughs> that, that, so that does it for you, eh? That's, uh, that always gave me a chuckle. And the second one is the lead, for some fucking reason, wears these full-body dinosaur pajamas. He's supposed to be a (laughs) 17-year-old. And makes... I'm talking like... You know like the kids' pajamas where they're like red and then they'll have like the red kind of ring? Yeah. It's like that. And it's got like... then Do those still exist? Is that still what's fashionable? They do it now, but with like like Batman and whatever. It it makes no sense. Like, and he wears it throughout the movie. I don't know what. Like, did 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 the Spanish director think like Americans dress like that? 
<laughs> Did he put it in because it's supposed to be funny? Like, it is so fucking weird. <laughs> I like this guy's like, I watched this kid program, and there was the, this guy wearing a cool thing, and it's like a slumber party movie or something. He's like, that's what we need. Well, the funny thing is, like, that's all everyone talks about this movie. This movie became this cult classic. They're doing screening stuff. Vinegar Syndrome actually released, you could have bought, when they, they put this on Blu-ray, The Pajamas. I'm so disappointed oh, I, I didn't awesome. buy them. Because they were only, like, 25 bucks, but you could have bought the full body pajamas. Imagine um, you start wearing that all the time. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Well, I, that would be a sweet, like, Halloween costume, because then he's got a mullet, too, but then no one else would get it, but I wouldn't care, like, as long as I got it, and you guys would maybe one day get it. But, uh... <laughs> one day. 33% of the people in this room would get it, and 1% of the population would get it, maybe. That, I, I do the cautions yeah. for me. 1%? And, yeah, that's yeah. so high. I do, yeah. the, I do the cautions for me and you guys. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't care about anyone else at the party, let's be honest. Six yeah. people in Ooh, Hamilton yeah. would Get that. Who has seen Madhouse, Vincent Price? Yeah, that's true. Who has seen either the the Charlton Heston Omega Man? Yeah. Like Teen Wolf. I don't really do even the old Universal Monsters. Wolf Teen Man, Wolf people have seen. I guess so, yeah. but yeah, like yeah. most of these costumes, I, I kind of do hoping that you guys will get it. But <laughs> um, yeah, anyways, maybe in six or seven years we'll get this one. Yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna give it five and a half pumpkins. I'm never gonna watch this movie. <laughs> if you're giving this movie yeah. five and a half, I'm gonna give this three. Yeah, like this is gonna kill me to watch this movie. And it, well, just look at the pictures of the pajamas, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> Worth it for the jammies. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, like it just anytime they come on, you just like. You know how sometimes on. we do it all for the grams. Yeah. We are all about the Instagram lifestyle. Just type in don't, it for the jams don't panic pajamas and you'll you'll see a, a great image of these. Um but yeah, anyways, it is this cult classic now. Like everyone it, a lot of people in the horror community know about this film because of these pajamas. Pajamas? I think they do like screenings now, like every year or something. Anyway. Uh so from two thousand seven, uh the girl next door, but not not the uh porn girl yeah. moves in next door. This is a terrible movie to watch. Yeah, you've seen this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you can watch it once, and that's all you need to watch it. Is this the one with uh, Jennifer Lopez? No, no. This is with no no one you'll know. Yeah, Pretty much, uh, speaking of rape and torture, this girl just uh, gets raped and tortured for an hour and a half. It's basically like this girl, her parents have died. She's got a sister who's had polio, so she's in the braces, and they've gone to live with this fucking... Awful ants. This is a Jack Ketchum movie. Yeah. Um, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah he's writer. like this famous writer, and he's there's been a bunch of his yeah. movies, and they're all kind of like supposed to be fucked up and disturbing. Like so this. we we've this ta- is based on a true story, actually. A true yeah. story. So this was the whole thing. It was on a list. And Ellen Page did uh, of an the adaptation best of this as well that was a TV film, I think. Uh, oh, okay. Based on the same oh. story. I wonder yeah. what that is. Um, yeah. Not that I'm... You want to watch this again? I don't want to watch this it's, ever it's again. Not a popcorn movie. It is. Uh, it. I at this point maybe watch the one with Alicia Cuthbert at that point. <laughs> right afterwards, just yeah, to watch this yeah. way. It is. So we've talked about this like Henry of a Portrait of a Serial Killer, which I think unflinching. is unflinching. Uh, unflinching, yeah. great movie though, but it's art. Yeah, this is no art. This yeah. looks like a fucking Lifetime movie yeah. and is directed like a Lifetime movie, except it is exploitative. Yeah. It, it it has no fucking care for the characters. It, it you know it pretends to because it's got sentimental music at, mm. at certain points. The shit they do this girl it's brutal is br- and it happened yeah. and it was yeah. more brutal in real life and that's terrible. Mm-hmm. But the the way that it's shown on screen is fucking 
awful. Like it, 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 it is just for sensationalism. Yeah. So the Ellen Page movie came out the same year, actually, two thousand seven. It's called An American Crime. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I I've listen, heard that one. Is I listened to, to a podcast it, where they talked about both versions and the true story, and I was yeah. like, yeah, I, I'll probably never want to watch. Yeah, those. I'd say it's pass. Like, there's, pass. No, there's no reason to watch this. Yeah, fuck, people are terrible. Yeah, um, I bought this. I'm like, all right, it's be like a fun story about like uh, maybe like she gets a shotgun at the end. Papa, I don't know anything about this. And well, they're trying to tell because I think it's in the fifties. Yeah, and so they're trying to make it like. You know the songs and the time, and they do a good thing of like. <laughs> like ever since I was a young girl, I wanted to be like she does like a Goodfellas like voiceover oh my God. as she's like getting like tied up in the basement. And Are shit. you being serious? No. no. <laughs> uh, the only like the and and there's so many weird tones. No one's very good at acting in this except for the Aunt Ruth who's playing it as like she's a villain because that's how it's. Yeah. Anyways, four point five pumpkins. Don't go see this movie. Mm. Like it, 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 it's it's just like I I enjoyed is the, I don't enjoy these the but I think from, there's uh, something Miss uh, Maisel the wonderful Miss Maisel yeah is he's it, he's the uh, he's the, the one dude yeah one awful fuck every kid is yeah. despicable but the yeah. one kid in this yeah which also makes no, there's no fucking layers to people but in the it's, real story too like none of them were good like there's just one that. He didn't take part, but he was—he never told anyone, and he was—he was kind of part of it. Right? Well, that's what they have, and he's good in this. Hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, anyway, yeah. And the ending is so fucking stupid. Stupid. Yeah. So tries to make it like yeah this yeah. heart yeah like I'll I'll never rem- forget that time of my life like of course you fucking won't you fucking maniac yeah like what who, who's the actor yeah, I don't uh, know it's not Atkins but it's like someone it's it, an older cat yeah it's it's uh what's his name he's been in a million William Atherton mm. from like Ghostbusters or whatever yeah. but he's old now yeah. and and Die Hard okay anyways fuck this movie yeah. fuck people like. This is this is making these things worse. It's not like you you're giving the story. I feel terrible for anybody that has to go through this shit. This is actually making that stuff worse. It, it's it's sensationalizing in a, in a in a terrible way. Okay, what else? I'm done for the third. What else did you watch? I watched Grim. <laughs> actually, if you don't want to, like, I want to watch. Uh, I can talk oh, about you, something. Yeah, that thank I, you. I, I love. I'm going to give this nine pumps out of ten. Wow. Treehouse of Horrors, the first one. It is oh. so fucking good. Like, so I wasn't the it, first one. It is the uh, bad dream house where they buy like oh, the yeah. Amityville house. It has the uh, that's the, great. The aliens where they take them aboard and like they insult them. Also great, which is based on the, the it, Twilight Zone, right? Yeah, yeah. and it has the the uh, the Raven, yeah, uh, which yeah. is incredible. Yeah, so like, yeah, they're all like, good. They're all telling stories like in a treehouse. Like, wow. I was thinking about this. I've kind of gotten burned out on the treehouse for the last couple of years because uh, you got to stick with yeah. the first like nine yeah. or something. You know? This was so good. You forget how good these actually so, are. So I haven't watched any. Oh yeah, in probably yeah years, twenty years. Yeah, it's been a while since. Not I twenty years. They're worth revisiting, but again, yeah, yeah, do like the first years. ten and then yeah. nine or ten it, and then. Quit. You will be happy you did. It is so good. It's so like nostalgic and charming and kind of funny. In I a think great I saw way. one in my twenties, yeah. and I've never gone back. I think too mm. now when like at least when I watch it, you kind of get all the references that some of them I didn't yeah. get before because I hadn't seen some of the movies before. So. Like I guess there's one thing that I don't remember being in the actual syndication where he actually like calls up the. Uh, you sold me a house on an Indian burial ground. Like yeah, you knew about that. Uh, <laughs> it was in the uh, the flyer. Like. Wait, oh, yeah, you're right, actually. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's Poltergeist. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so I watch from, uh, to, to like, wipe this yeah, away. Yeah, we'll wash that taste out of your have, mouth. Have, how, how many uh, pumpkins did you give the girl next door? 4.5 4. 5. Okay. pumpkins. 
Uh, uh, Grim uh, from season three, episode four. El Kakui, which I think is like, uh, it's a monster of the week, but it's a really good monster, monster of the week. It's basically this, you know, this this legend that's going through this one part of town, and it's a vigilante sort of story where all these people are fucking up a bunch of stuff, and this. I don't want to give it away because you'll you'll get it if you watch it. But yeah. there's like a good twist in who this actually is. Um, I'm gonna give this one seven point five pumpkins. Again. This is a show that you need to watch uh, from start to finish. You just can't like plop yourself into uh, midway through. I think it's probably self-explanatory, or like you, you care more if you. Uh, I think I, th- I think it's probably uh, yeah something you want to do that yeah. Um, and, and, and yeah, like you want to, there's a bunch of like ongoing story serialized stuff in the background. Mm-hmm. Most of, you could watch any episode. You don't, it, yeah. it like, it's usually a few minutes is as long as it's not the season premiere or the mid season yeah. one or the end, the, it doesn't the cliffhanger. Episodes. You'll be like, Oh, why is this person in Vienna? And what does that mean? It yeah. doesn't like for me, I care about that stuff. Cause it's kind of, they're great at like giving you five to ten minutes of an ep- a 40-minute episode that's dealing with serialized stuff. And then the other... And everything else is the Monster Week, but they, they tie it together. In a cool way, so you're not like a... You're not bored of either either yeah. side. So, um, And actually, I, I should say, this was... Uh, we messed up. This was uh, the fifth episode of the season. I, I watched Out of Order. Uh-oh. Of the, and it <laughs> you did, couldn't even clock it. Didn't, it. <laughs> it like I, I remember being like, "This, why is she here now?" Or whatever. Uh, yeah. Are we on to the fourth then, or the, the? Yeah, we're on to the fourth. So, go for it, Kyle. Okay, so I started the day off with another recommendation, another movie from your top one hundred, uh, Mother from twenty seventeen. This is the Darren Aronofsky film. Um, kind of a. Big star-studded cast. You got Jennifer Ooh. Lawrence, who was kind of in her prime, uh, which she's kind of disappeared from acting for a bit. I guess she's had. Did she have a? She's having a baby. Having, yeah. oh, uh, and COVID. She's in that huge new movie uh, uh, yeah, with, yeah, uh, with uh, like uh, DiCaprio. Yeah. 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 Um, out, but this has uh, Javier Bardem, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Ed Harris, yeah. uh, a couple others. Um, uh, they don't remember their names right now, but some other actors you've seen. Anyways, uh, Jennifer Lawrence is married to Javier Bardem. He's this uh, po- poet. Um, this, I guess, it, his first book of poems, poems. was a big hit. Um, so he's trying to. He's having trouble doing that uh, follow up. Um, anyways, they're uh, they they live in this kind of home in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the night or. Kind of, I don't know if it's the middle of the night, but some some point at night, uh, they get a knock on the door. Ed Harris comes to the door, and he's this doctor, and they don't know him, but he says, "Ah, oh, yeah, someone told me this was a a, a motel or whatever, a di- a bed and breakfast." And you know, they laugh mm. about it, but out of nowhere, Bartim invites him to stay, stay at their house. And Jennifer Lawrence is kind of like, "That's weird. Like, why mm-hmm. did you invite this stranger to stay at a house?" Mm-hmm. And it's like, "Ah, well." You know, he has nowhere to go. Anyways, they kind of spend the night uh, talking at Harrison Bartom, and, you know, she wakes up the next day, and he's, like, invited him to stay there, and he's like, ah, this guy's got so many interesting stories stories that, you know, that uh, I'm just getting motivated here. And then, like, his wife, Michelle Pfeiffer, shows up out of nowhere, and next thing you know, she's staying, and she's, like, very forward with her thoughts and... She's kind of a bitch. Like, she's really uh, aggressive towards, like... How uh, good is Michelle Pfeiffer, though? Yeah, she's great. Yeah, like... uh, like playing well, against thought, type. Most, yeah, most, everybody's great. Everyone in was this, great in this. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
so the first half, I was totally into this. I was, it's just really engaging. You're wondering what's going on. You know, something's kind of like something's off up. and weird the way things keep on happening, but you're kind of like, ah, whatever. This is, you know, a horror yeah. movie. This, this can happen. And then I will say then the second half of the film. It just spirals. I didn't, spirals. I didn't really yeah. enjoy where it goes. I think it kind of lost all tension because that, whereas the first half you're like, okay, this is something's not right here, but you, you kind of like, okay, I can go with this. And then the second half, it's just like, okay, this is, none of this really matters anymore because it's obviously... It goes off the rails. I, I don't want to say too much yeah. other than that. Um, I guess, the, I, I won't say too much, but I guess the, there's a metaphor for Mother Nature and all that shit, which makes sense um, when you watch it. I think that's kind of mm-hmm. fascinating. Um, th- there's some, there's some a lot to like in this. Like the direction is great. I think the acting is great. But yeah, just once that last half of the film i just uh i didn't really care and i think it um yeah i didn't uh i I love all that like uh, there's so many great sequences in that Mm -hmm. last part of the but it it, kind of means nothing it kind of meant nothing for me because i know like at that point that it's i don't know how to talk about without spoiling it i mean like to me the other stuff you're because it's allegorical instead of yeah exactly it's not like it's just like this is the message of our film like, like, I don't like, think it's that simple as, like, it's just Mother, mother Nature. It, like, there's, it's it's in many interpretations. You could film. break this down in no, yeah, so many yeah, ways. Yeah, I know. And, like, I, I read, like, a fucking yeah. whole, like, there's di- huge, uh, Different you know, people that feel yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. different things. When I left, I had this idea of, like, yeah, this is what it means. Of course, it's what it means. And I talked to my buddy, like, no, it means this, like, you might yeah. be right. And he's like, yeah, you might be right. It, it could break down a thousand different ways. I think it's a film that's interesting in that way. Like, mm. what does it mean? But again, like to me, it's is it a horror film? Because it's not really after by the end of it. You don't, I don't feel know. anxiety yeah, that through yeah. that whole like, no. ending. Again, like I feel when that whole half means nothing mm. to me because I know. Oh, oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, cre- like I I remember watching my you, wife actually go. It's like a bit like she pumping. was sitting like this yeah. on her couch. So she she yeah. never does this. Never. Ever does this? By the end, she's what like this on the edge of the. But couch. why though? Yeah, I don't like understand that because seat. it doesn't mean anything. Because it means so much. Yeah. But you like, know this char- character like I don't know how to say it. It's it, it's pretty much like you mean you know that it, none of this. Yeah, I, I won't say anymore. But it's yeah. still like we we live like our lives is like direct. Like we're talking right now. Yeah. But you're living your life in like so many other planes Rounds. at the same time. And like if you feel anxiety, if you feel these sort of pressures on you, mm-hmm. I think that that movie can hit them. Hmm. Um, I guess I don't feel those pressures or anxieties. <laughs> right. um, and yeah, it, this is a very divided film. I was reading review. Yeah. Like some, yeah, people some people really, hate really this, hate it. Hate this movie. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. Anyways. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be generous here and say six and a half. Did you pumpkins, more but, or less uh, than Black Swan? I, I like Black Swan better. Yeah. I have problems with Black Swan too. Though. I like Black. I actually my favorite probably Aronofsky is probably The Fountain. Yeah, <laughs> I think that one hit me on an, an emotional level more than these two. I'd films be later. I'd be curious to watch The Fountain again because I I was kind of like a defender of that movie as well. That's like that might be top one hundred for me. I actually love that film. I just I don't know that film. Yeah, that to me there's so much, so many layers to that film. But I, I think it works on a story level as well as an emotional level. Whereas yeah, this one it just I yeah. Was like out. the the problem I always had with the fountain, even in the beginning, was like not the, enough water. 
Yeah, not enough water in the. Th- th- it was the story actually. Like the story is like shoehorning, horning in like, in the, like the story probably needed like the three and a half hour edit or whatever that he originally gave to the studio. Yeah, um, he an incredible director and 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 a director that I hope never tries to make. A mainstream movie? I, like well, this, the, this kind of film, maybe this is why Jennifer Lawrence, because this was a bit of a bomb. Like, I think it, I was looking up, I think it did $45 million on like a $30 million budget, so that's not good. <laughs> and this like, and this was kind of her in her prime, and it was like this, and then the X-Men films. And I think she, Joy? And then uh, Passengers, uh, and then Joy actually didn't do as well as, yeah, so she kind of had stinker after stinker. I guess that's uh, why she disappeared. Didn't she do Red whatever, though? Red Yeah, that was, Red that was a stinker, too, though. I thought that made a bunch of no, money, though. let me see. No? I'll look it up as uh, as we talk, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. There, there's yeah. there's definitely. I mean, again, it's it's an incredible filmmaking in this, but uh, I d- didn't connect at all with that last half. I kind of hated it. It's too bad because I think that first half, I was like, wow, this is. I mean, it, it, I wouldn't be top 100 yeah. or anything, but the first half, I was like, this would probably be my top 10 of that year. And then by the end, I was like, yeah, this wouldn't be. Uh, yeah, that's it's a whole. That, the end's yeah. the whole reason for me. It's my yeah. top 100. Uh, like the first half is like. Excellent, but yeah, uh, I thought it was set up for this. Yeah, it was set exactly deconstruction. So red, uh, yeah. the red sparrow was it. It did like double, just yeah. over double. So not, okay. but again, like not again. The Blockbuster should, money is like yeah. you're making an original thing that yeah. isn't a fucking superhero movie, or it's not a sequel, or whatever. Mm. What movie makes money now? Like Red Sparrow is probably in that year, like yeah. out of those properties. every Nolan film. Yeah, uh, no, Nolan's the only the, yeah. the only one, right? Like, um, there's a few people, and Nolan still gets well. I don't know. Crazy I, I think budgets. the I think like yeah. The the problem is, I think films like that when they spend seventy million, that's a lot for a spy movie. Yeah, I guess so. Make it on unless it's Bond or Mission Impossible. Seventy million's a lot to spend that type. Of movie. That anyway. would have been like a great return a bunch of years ago like it's just no. yeah, the, it's the superhero stuff is fucked yeah. everything up it's gonna ruin the theaters yeah. but I don't need to go into that <laughs> yeah anyways let's move back that's not what this month is about that's not what it's about yeah but no it's again another film I'm glad I, I finally saw I didn't hate it there, there's definitely incredible stuff in it Maddie, what'd you watch uh, from 1988 Edge of the Axe have you seen this yeah, I didn't. I didn't like this. <laughs> it was kind of weird. Like, I enjoyed all the characters. I enjoyed how it played out, like the uh, interaction between the guys. But it felt like there was an Italian making, trying to make an American movie, and yeah. that kind of camaraderie between. But the I kind of like that sometimes because that's where you get weird shit yeah. like those pajamas. <laughs> yeah, it, it was cool. I even enjoyed some of the kills, like the. But the mystery didn't really do it for me. It just felt like it was too uh, ham fisted in you, there. Didn't you give this like a four out of five? No, I gave three three point five. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I enjoyed all the characters. Like, I wasn't bored with this at all. Like, some of the murders were cool. Like, uh, yeah, I didn't even know how to explain this. Movie. I remember being so disappointed in this because, like, the arrow cover has this awesome. It's like this guy wearing this Jason yeah. mask, smashing through a wall with an axe. I'm like, mm. fuck yeah, this movie's going to be awesome. I remember just being like, yeah, this is not yeah, very good. <laughs> the murders are brutal. Like, the guy actually, like, you see him, like, hacking people with an axe for, like, it goes on for, like, you think, like, usually it's, like, five seconds. This goes on for, like, 45 seconds. He's, like, kicking people. <laughs> and there's a cool scene with the uh, car wash from the 70s. How it has, like, the, uh, the spaghetti monster that, like, cleans your car. Oh, you know, yeah. The car washes. A girl gets murdered in this car wash. It's, yeah, it's that's such a cool, a cool scene. Yeah. So, yeah, I enjoyed this. I mean, what did I say? I think we can be, like, seven pumpkins. Seven pumpkins. Wow. All right. Uh, from 1958, I watched Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. Have you, either of Ooh. you seen this? No. 
I think I might have, but it was like a jokey, like I think it might have been like the uh, mystery science. So it's garbage. Yeah. It's like, it's... I don't remember it. It's way worse than yeah. I thought it was going to be. It's so bad. Uh, so this is my wasp one of the... Of the ah, I, I, I checked I that one out. Like, I just thought, like, it's got such a cult reputation. There's so many yeah. people that still have seen this movie. Like, what... But is the is the badness why it's so fun? No, it's not fun at all. Okay. It's like the the fifty foot woman. She shows up in like the last. The existence of her shows up in the last fifteen minutes. She actually shows up maybe in the last five, hmm. like or maybe ten. And most of it is like a, a like a, a hilarious like this guy's cheating on this young girl and they're just partying at Tony's bar. <laughs> and at first I was like, okay, this is stupid yeah. and I can like this. But then it gets all like kind of serious about that. And and then there's the this alien that's maybe there and it's just a big globe and it, it, everybody is it can't act in this. The most interesting thing about this for me was the fifty foot woman. <laughs> was not the fifty foot woman. It was reading about everybody afterwards. Uh, the girl who played the fifty foot woman. What was her name? Do you remember? Uh, Allison Hayes. Did you hear how she died? No, it's not the fifty foot woman that died that way. Oh, okay, it's 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 the girl that he's at with it at Tony's oh, bar. Oh, the Flanderer. Uh, it, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yvette Vickers died yeah, yeah, and was mummified in her L.A. home in the early 90s. Huh. That's how long she was. She was a playmate, yeah. like this famous beauty in the, the 50s and 60s. Yeah. And and no, and no, then finally someone broke in through a window because they just thought like something was really wrong. Mm. But it was probably at least six months, if not a year plus. I guess they had like a dehumidifier going the entire time. That's the thing that said may have sped it up, the heat of L.A., mummifying this woman. I'm terrible. I'm just thinking of like meat sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was thinking if I made that humidifier, would you like use it as a marketing tool? It just seems like something that would be thinking of Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. There's not like an episode where... Anyway, Anyway, I'm 3.5 pumpkins. (laughs) That that bad, right? Wow. Like it's Um, it's not a good movie. It's, It's really bad. Uh, the, one of the highlights of the week for me, uh, I watched uh, from 1974, Bad Ronald. Uh, this is a TV oh. film. It's you know when people talk yeah. of, talk of the the best TV films, usually this one is brought up. Uh, it follows a strange, awkward teen uh, who yearns to live in this uh, self created fantasy world that he calls Atlanta, um, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got this really overprotective mother and she suffers from these various illnesses. Um, and yeah, so he goes to go flirt with this girl and she's at a, having a, she's at a pool with her friends and all the, her and the teens like are like, get away from it. Like they want nothing to do with this yeah. guy. They make fun of him. So he leaves. And then as he's going home, he runs into one of the, the younger sister of one of the teens that made fun of him. And then she then makes fun of him as well. And he snaps and grabs her and kind of pushes her. And by accident, her head smashes on the side of like a cement block and kills her, this girl. So he and so he buries her and he comes home and he tells his mom about it. And she's like, oh, you know, if it's an accident, we can go to the police. And he's like, no, like I buried her. And she's like, yeah, well, no one's going to. We believe. can't do that. No one's going to do it now. Ronald? Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Bad Ronald. Bad, Bad Ronald. <laughs> so they come up with this plan. Um, I guess they, they remove a door from the, the bathroom. Uh, on the first floor and they, they wallpaper it up and they, they cover this, they make this kind of hidden room in the house. And the only way to get into it is a secret little pantry passageway. Um, 
So he's going to hide in there, and the plan is to hide in there till this dies down. The mom goes for surgery and unfortunately doesn't make it in the surgery, so he's mm. stuck living in this home, and this new family moves in with these three daughters, and, uh, you know, we got this, this creepy dude. Awesome. <laughs> uh, he awesome. He, he kind of becomes infatuated with one of the young girl, one of the young daughters and wants her to be the princess of his, of his Atranta world. And he's like the youth artist and he draws like all in this room. He's created this whole world. Um, you have this nosy neighbor who gets involved. Um, and, and, you know, I don't, I don't want to spoil too much. But, uh, yeah, some very creepy moments, solid tension. Um you know this because he has to come out and you know get food and stuff like that, um, and th- and this um, you kind of it's kind of this weird thing where like you don't like this character and you want to see him get caught, but at the same time you kind of like him and it's like you kind of want to see him get away with it. And in one sense, yeah. just because it's like this, how was he doing this this long and pulling this off? But yeah, it goes, it gets ratchets up and stuff. And um, again, it is a TV movie, so it can't go too dark. Yeah. But I thought the performance was quite good. I was kind of worried a bit at the beginning, the stuff with Ronald and the mother. I was like, maybe not so. But as it goes on, I was kind of impressed by him and kind of everyone in it. Uh, I'm going to give it seven and a half pumpkins out of ten. I uh, uh, really end. enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, again, I think it is one of the better TV mm. again. It's not my favorite. I mean, I like you know. There's several other films I enjoyed more than this, but it, I can definitely. That's pretty see high why. for you, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't write down the year for this, but have you guys seen that Alien Five, Alien Resurrection, Alien Four, Four. Alien yeah. Resurrection? Yeah, that's yeah. like '97. I think. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Winona Ryder, she was in this, and this movie. Is I've never seen this. Kind of weird, but I didn't hate it. It's like it's a French director. Right? Yeah, no, yeah, he, uh, Amelie and it started off engagement. terrible, like with some bad CGI of a guy crushing a bug and like, ooh, this is gonna be rough. Yeah, but it kind of turns into this like fun action, crazy '90s movie that's like overdubbed. I guess I, I avoided this at the time yes. because. I love the Alien movies yep. so oh, yeah. much. This is uh, how can you top these movies? You can't. We're just gonna turn this into like them stupid. Yeah, I remember it being uh, fun. Like it is yeah. a fun kind of yeah. stupid action. It's got Ron Perlman in yeah, it too. Yeah, it does. And he's like a badass pirate, and these pirates are delivering this um, bounty. To these. I've been thinking about because yeah. I just watched Alien yeah. in preparation for a top hundred, or knowing yeah. what it was. And I was like, why don't I just watch all of these again? That's what we're. That's what I'm doing this year. I finished uh, one through three uh, earlier this year. And now we're gonna do like the. I this. would rather watch four than three myself. It's just, I don't know. It's I like th- I, three was better. I thought like it's more dark and disturbing. Four yeah. is just kind of like a fun like. All right, here's uh, yeah, a bunch exactly. of pirates. That's why I enjoy uh, it. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. It's got that chase underwater. Yeah, and, actually, yeah. that was kind of cool. And yeah. again, the CGI doesn't hold up as much as you think it would. But again, I remember it being terrible in high school, but. Yeah. I had fun with it. So I'm always going to give it a 6.5 pumpkins. Cool. Adam? So I watched uh, from this year Mike Flanagan's Midnight Mass. Oh, no, another TV series. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Flanagan seems to be the guy on at, at Netflix for making these. Yeah. I've, I've kind of lost interest in Flanagan. Everyone else loves him, and I'm kind of losing interest because now he's just the TV series guy. Yeah. And I guess he's already. Talking about he's doing it. What's his next TV series? He's going to do uh, House of Usher. Oh, yeah, awesome! Usher, so uh, you watched Turning of the Screw? No, uh, b- yeah, no, Bly, Ma- Bly, Bly Manor, Manor, which which is Turning of the Screw. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I like that one uh, mm-hmm. quite a bit as well. And uh, did you? Did you I, watch I, I got like a two episodes in, and I had to stop because uh, I wasn't digging. So I'm like, all right, I got to keep doing stuff. Right, so I'm going to get bored. Uh, 
you probably just messed in that episode. Like, again, I feel like he does a lot of setup, which pays off. Yeah. Like, in Blind Manor, the next three episodes are fantastic. I think it's my problem. I give up too easily on this guy. Like, if the first episode doesn't well, grab he loves. Me, I heard this one yeah. even more so. He loves his long, like... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> two guys sitting there talking for 25 mm. minutes. There's an amazing scene, and it's in the second episode... Back and forth, which whatever. I'm, I I watched second episode this is week. This, as well. if, is this all one story? Should you just watch it all and cover it in in one thing, or is it like each episode? Yeah. Is so something I wasn't going to talk about it yeah. much. I was just yeah. going to basically say. So it's this guy. He he lives on. He lived on this island, basically off the coast of New England. I don't know where where it is, but it's this island. It's an island community. They used to have all these fishermen, and there was probably hundreds of people, and now there's 125. Or maybe there was 1,000 people. Yeah. Even. But probably hundreds, like high hundreds. Now he has to go back because he killed somebody while he was drunk in a car accident, Uh-oh. and that haunts him. And But now he's having to go back to this place, and it's had all this rough time because of an oil spill, but there's some weird shit that's going on on the island, and it sets it up really well. Like for me, Flanagan, other than Hush as a a, a filmmaker, mm-hmm. has been and and Gerald's game to a degree. Like yeah. it, he's been okay. Like I like him as a filmmaker, but I don't love him. Mm-hmm. I've as loved a, his TV shows. I've I've really liked his TV show, especially Hill House. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, think that was insanely good. Yeah, like, it's insanely good. And and Blind Man, you should go back. Yeah. Because the middle, there's one episode I don't like, it's near the end. Everything else, if you get to the fifth, fifth episode, you'd be like, oh, fuck. Like, he's so good. I think I, I did the around. same thing with Hill House. I watched like two episodes, like, all right. And then I was like, yeah, on you, you on Shocktober that yeah. year, and I was like, go watch back it. and watch this. This is fucking blowing me away. Um, so I, I'm, I'm quite excited about this. So I'm going to awesome. give the first one seven. Pumpkins. It it does feel like that's less than your Grim. Yeah, I, I Grim is great. Grim's great. Oh, okay. Why am I watching? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, have you not been paying attention to what everything he's been saying about Grim? <laughs> Grim is like uh, those shows we don't get very often anymore mm-hmm. that know what they are. Like they're not trying to be. Yeah. I yeah. feel like why am I the one backing up Grim <laughs> on this fucking show? All you guys should all be watching Grim. Great yeah. monster of the week. Good practical effects. Uh, a cast that like integrates itself into a setting. Watch fucking Grim. I'm just gonna talk about Grim. Yeah. So I, I watched Grim uh, season uh, three, episode four. This was one night stand. It's basically like. Uh, it, it's kind of like uh, one of these old slasher slash monster movies, actually, where these boys are down by the lake and these girls seem to like them. They don't know why. Oh, they they're go, sirens. They go into the water with them. They fucking have sex. And then yeah. they're like, how amazing is this? But then there's something underneath Else. the water. Oh, no. But the girls are there and they seem to kind of know what this might be. And it it, it it goes into whatever it is. It's it's a seven uh, out, of, out of ten. It's still a really good episode. Yeah. Um, I had more, I think, 6.5, 6s, you know, the, the first season. So, uh, yeah. Is that it for the fourth? Uh, I watched uh, two episodes um, from season one, episode two of Scooby-Doo, <laughs> A Clue for Scooby-Doo. And I also watched uh, Deep Sea Diving. No, A Clue for Scooby-Doo was about deep sea diving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> yeah. Same episode. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm doing a bunch of cartoons with the kid. Yeah, I guess with this one, it's like has like an old timey like um. You know the deep sea diving suits? Yeah, it's one of the glowing. Yeah, 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 yeah. What a cool monster for like a kid's show. All those wow. monsters in those first like season or two I are am awesome. Loving how cool this actually looks. Like the Scooby Doo, like uh, the uh, art in the background, yeah. the van, the uh, forest, the uh, castles they always end up at for some reason. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm digging it. And I also watched that Treehouse of uh, Terror uh, Part Two, and this one's. Fucking great as well. I'm mean, even 8.5. It's awesome. Is it terror or horror? Horror. Horror. Oh, sorry. I wrote terror. Yeah. I wrote You've only watched Mars. like these every year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do actually. So yeah, I'm giving that one a 8.5. Cool. Are we on the fifth then? We or? are fifth. on the fifth. So I started off with uh, a creep show. I guess uh, during last year, during COVID, creep show did this animated special to kind of hold the, mm. the, the viewers off, this Halloween special. Um, this is a TV episode, though. An episode, yeah, yeah. So I was kind of, it's kind of, I was kind of excited because the 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 cover they did is this cool picture of the creeper holding this pumpkin. Yeah, it's not Halloween at all, man. They fucking lied to me. Uh. <laughs> so you get two stories in here. They're both, and again, they're not animated. They're motion comic style animation oh, where it's like sucks. it's not even full animation. So we have Survivor type is the first story. Um, it's uh, pretty much Keith or Sutherland actually does a voice. Um, he's this guy that is stuck and injured on an island. Side note, Keith Kiefer Sutherland. What has Kiefer Sutherland done outside of the Lost Boys that's good? 24. 24. Go again. Something else. Uh, oh, was he in uh, the Vanishing remake? Maybe Stand by Me. Terrible. Stand by Me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, he did. He did some other stuff. I the just Cowboy Way. Now. Yeah. Like that's the the one that mm-hmm. comes. He's not that good, is he? Like he's like I like him. almost David Caruso. Flatliners. Flatliners suck too. Like I'm trying to think of like all I, the I, like I'd have to rewatch Flatliners, yeah. but I think Flatliners is no good. Yeah. That's my gut from like yeah. w- watching it and with no memory. I think Dark Fla- City is great. The Young Guns films are great. Uh. Three Musketeers is a lot of fun. No, Three Musketeers. Yeah. Time to Kill, Phone Booth. Uh, I like Three Musketeers. Oh yeah. Oh, he's in Phone Booth. Yeah. Time to Kill. I guess he was the. Uh... Yeah, he did. He did some stuff. Don't fucking get. Yeah, off. he's, he's still like, yeah. but he's not. He did uh, Twenty Four for like ten seasons, man. He yeah. made a shitload of money. Yeah, like uh, that's fine. I think he's I'm never gonna to watch like... Twenty Four. I saw some some Twenty Four. Yeah. Twenty Four is like a, a very like a time and a place sh- show. Yeah. Like a uh, like something that will hold up even worse than Lost or, or yeah. whatever. But like, is he ever the guy in those things that you're like, he's the best thing in this? Lost Boys, Stand by Me. Not Stand by Me, but Lost yeah. Boys. The, all the kids are better than him in Stand uh, by like Me. Him, Stand by Me. Yeah, and Samuel Jackson's better than him in Time to Kill. Yeah. Oh, way better. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, back to, sorry. Back to I, I just was like, it just, yeah. it just was like, Kiefer Sutherland. We think is like a big time actor, yeah. and he's. Well, I think again, I think he's done enough though that Yeah, he's I'm sure pr- there's he's two. I'm sure that 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 I just quickly looked. I didn't yeah. go through his whole filmography there. Um anyways, he's stuck Sorry. he's stuck <laughs> on this island. Uh we get flashbacks that he's a surgeon and he was doing drug deals on the side. Um there's nothing really to this story. It's just gruesome oh, of wait, him. Wait, wait, wait. That's a Stephen King number, isn't I, it? I think uh, I read maybe. this in Stephen King book. Maybe. Um, yeah. He has to pretty much yeah. uh cut parts and of him and, and kinda, eat himself to yeah, survive. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's not doing drugs. He he, it's flashbacks to him selling drugs. And uh, he, well, in the Stephen King book, he's doing the drugs so he doesn't feel pain as he's uh, okay. cutting off. Maybe. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Anyways, nothing to it. Second story was twittering from the circus of the dead. Um, this is this really annoying 
Excuse me. Wow. I got the beer burps. This really annoying teen girl is uh, on a trip with her family. Um, I think she's supposed to be annoying. Maybe that's the point, but I found her excruciatingly annoying. Anyway, she goes to the circus um, that she believes to all be an act, and they have real-life zombies there. And, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was kind of fun. Like, it was kind of fun because they're shooting zombies out of a cannon, and there's, like, a <laughs> lion versus zombies. kind of cool, actually. And, like, I guess the, the ringleader is coming out on stilts, and she's just, like, some woman that survived... And they got her there, like trying to not. She's just trying not to die. Oh, that's, and she, she, she says, doesn't like, want to be on stage. Yeah, and she like, yells. And she yells like help, and they all think it's part of the show. Yeah. Everyone's laughing and everything. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, there's not. It was kind of fun. Yeah. I think this is based on actually Jonah Hill's story. I could be wrong. Um, Wait, J- Joe Hill. Joe Hill. Sorry. No, Jonah Hill. Yeah, <laughs> uh, King. He King's, came uh, back in time. Uh, and, super bad. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah, I, I enjoyed. Like, it, it's kind of one of those stories that uh, <laughs> I wish was a li- like live action might have been better. I think it would have been cool to see all the circus stuff with the zombies. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, there's there's a cool idea in there. It's just unfortunate that it has to be based on this annoying girl on Twitter. I just remember this was like new. So my Jonah Hill stuff would actually be true. I kept thinking like, oh, this is TV. It's got to be from 1973. It's something <laughs> no one's ever heard of. In yeah, the past. no, yeah, this is that. last year, 2020. <laughs> so I'm going to give it five and a half pumpkins out of 10. Nice. Uh, I guess I should just go one with, with yeah. one more. Uh, I watched Cat People from 1942. I think oh, it, yeah. Oh, wow. Another one that made your top Yeah, made my 100. <laughs> Another uh, one that fuck. I didn't love. Uh, oh, ho, ho, ho. So this is, uh, it, it opens up with the Serbian artist is drawing uh, this panther uh, and she c- catches th- this uh, man's eye at the zoo. Um, she's very kind of odd, and she's attached to these various myths of her homeland. Um, animals are kind of weird around her, um, and she believes that she's the descendant of these cat people in her village, and I guess she believes that when aroused, she'll turn into a panther or something. Um, but despite all this, the man is still strangely attracted to her, and soon they are, uh, soon after they're married, but they don't, uh, uh, they don't consummate exactly. Um, cause she's afraid she'll harm him. Um, their, their romance dwindles and he starts falling for the, the, the colleague that has always secretly loved him at his work. Um, she heads off to psychiatrist and the psychiatrist kind of wants her. Um, and then this woman kind of, she knows that there's something going on between her husband and this coworker. So she starts stalking her in Panther form. Uh, there, there's a couple cool scares there. There's one in like a swimming pool, one on a bus, but again, another film where there's not really much horror until like those, like, I think it's about 40 minutes in before we get any, any of that. Uh, the, the horror elements are very minimal, like right to the end. It's, if you're looking for a were cat movie, you will be, yeah, that's not it. It's like, yeah. it's more of this weird relationship between but i just i didn't even care about the characters like i didn't care if the romance worked between him and her or him and the the co-worker i don't know if i was supposed to i mean it looks good another film that like visually it looks great um again the this the, the scene the way it's shot in the swimming pool and the the jump scare out the bus and stuff there, there's some cool stuff i just I, yeah i don't the park scene park scene what was that where one? they're going like going through walking through the park I don't remember that scene. That's the best scene in the whole movie. Who's walking through the park? Uh, the cat people, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> no, it's. I think it's what, the, like at the, the end when they're going. To no, it's er- earlier. Like, and it's like it. It's st- definitely a staged. No. Yeah, I don't. It wasn't. I don't remember. Oh my god! Like that's. Oh, he was falling asleep. Does this count? If he's sleeping. No, I, I watched this during <laughs> the day. Actually, yeah. um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't understand why this film is so loved compared to other films from that era. It didn't really stand out to me. Like, other than, yeah, there's some good visuals with the shadows and stuff, but like, the story itself is pretty weak. The horror is pretty weak. And the, and the characters, like, you did you care up, about the characters? Yeah, like, I thought all the oh. leads, like, that, that, especially like, um, it's Simone's, Simone or whatever is playing the, the lead or, uh, the, the one that thinks she's descendant. She's fantastic in the movie. Yeah. Um, like her performance is good, but I just didn't care like what happened to her. I wasn't, if she lived, died and her romance worked out, didn't work out, end up with a psychiatrist. I, I couldn't care less. Um, I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of 10. It was fine. Wow. Um, but, uh, yeah, Jesus didn't, Christ. it didn't do anything on them all, eh? I've been excited. I was excited to I'm go into a lot really of these. But curious uh, about Pit and the Pendulum. Like you're shitting on over like the top. <laughs> of <my head. laughs> like so. yeah, from like well, all, automatically like maybe in a few years go rewatch this one because like the the sequence which I won't go into that is mm-hmm. it's the best sequence in the movie and, and one of the best sequences of the 1940s. Hmm. Yeah, like I was even looking up this today when I was putting my notes, and I don't even remember anyone mentioning that scene because people oh, are wow. fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> wow, you are really angry. <laughs> um, now you know how I feel when you shit on all my films. I love. I got one. I got one coming. Guys, up. guys, guys, sit down. Tell that. Tell that. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it was. Yeah. Anyways, Maddie, uh, this is October supposed to bring us together. <laughs> like for me, like I'll talk about a few movies from the '30s and yeah. '40s that are where I think that is. But this one, like you've got like great direction throughout the whole thing. He's like setting like. The but my, again, it's in, there's like no, it's not a horror. It's barely a horror film. Like <laughs> you, the scene that you didn't talk about is a horror scene. So, huh. anyways, does anyone die in this movie? Oh, I, I guess maybe the 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 one guy at the end. Maybe. Right. Yeah. But, but that's that's kind of like fairly common for forties. Like yeah. just because if you're not a villain, you don't really die yeah. right like or you don't have a reason innocence is spared i guess i just don't find either a panther that scary like i don't know I, the guy's favorite movie is grizzly and uh, what's the other one but uh, again like uh, a, the, the animals yeah, yeah whatever the fuck are you scared during grizzly <laughs> well good the, the, wait, the, wait 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 don't fucking shit on <laughs> grizzly. i think that's yeah grizzly is like this yeah. fun kind of jaws like grizzly's kind of silly fun though. i think that's a difference where it's this is I don't know if it's really trying to be silly fun. But there's I think so it's much like be... style and whatever. I'll talk about Grizzly. We're mm. gonna get to that. <laughs> we are. We are going to get to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. From 2021, I watched PG Psycho Gorman. Um, not really a artistic fair, <laughs> but I fucking love this movie. It felt like watching a Red Dwarf, but like uh, with uh, a demon and like crazy characters. So I have to do with the uh, disclaimer. Like I, yeah. I can't. Score this one. Oh, because you're in this. I worked yeah, you, this. You worked this. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so you won't like shit on this so I can talk about I, how much I love this. <laughs> did you watch you it or? Emptying your bowels all so over it. So <laughs> I got to watch like uh, not the movie. But you like, watched, like uh, the, uh, with the uh, tag on the bottom. Not even of, that. I got to see like. The song, the music video? I got to see. Well, I, I, I worked the music yeah. from it, but I got to see like uh, a section of it like mm-hmm. a long time ago before it was out. Um. I haven't seen. I'm. I'm gonna yeah. watch it, but yeah, even when I watch it, it, I'm just gonna check it off. It's gonna be like one of those. Yeah, check. I watch this. I have a bias. Yeah, sort of deals. I I had a ton of fun with this. It definitely is a movie you need to like have a bunch of beers, get some friends over, 
and you're gonna have a blast watching this. It's funny. You got some jokes that actually land for me. And at the end of it, there's a fucking rap, like in like all the old '90s movies. Yeah. If you're a kid who enjoys I 90s work the rap. movies, yeah, I was one of my favorite parts of this movie actually. So, congratulations, buddy. Yeah, you, you, you did I, 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 I set up two interviews for yeah. that rap. Um, I, I like it. Uh, Kyle, have you seen this one? I did. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Hmm. So what yeah. are you giving it? I was going to give it seven point five pumpkins, but now that you worked, I'm going to nine. <laughs> <laughs> 7.5 I, have, pumpkins. I have so little to do with this movie. Yeah, like, I, know, yeah. I, was actually, I actually have nothing to do with the movie. The movie get, people have their yeah. own team. Yeah, but I, I, I had stuff with the music um, team. No, great. It's, it's, it's a ton of fun. Again, I wouldn't watch score it is great. by myself. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, it wouldn't be a movie like, oh, I'll put it on. Like, hmm, I'm entertained. Like, you got it. The beer's like, oh, that was good, right? Like, you need buddies to high five and joke so around. So, that, that was your daughter. Yeah, yeah. Me and Juniper watched this. <laughs> I cracked a beer. It was only like 3%. So, I'm, I'm so responsible. Uh, okay. So, uh, I watched uh, Five Dolls for an August Moon. Have you, either of you seen this, Mario Baba? No. no. I had it on my list. I wasn't sure what does if it counts as horror because I heard it's kind of like an Agatha Christie. Yeah. Style so, I heard it was an Agatha Christie with like his style kills or whatever. Yeah. It's neither of these things. <laughs> oh. Um, it's kind of like an Agatha Christie. So, it's basically like. All these couples are in this secluded island. Like a couple's retreat kind of Retreat deal. thing in this house. And the yacht they send away so there's not there. And the one woman is sleeping with one of the pool boys or the yacht boys or whatever. Edwig. Uh, what's, Philanderer. What's, what's, what's uh, that, that woman's name uh, that... Everybody always likes. I had this all set up. Joan Collins. Then I had to look up some cat people shit for you, <laughs> man. Uh, no, it's uh, she's in all of the the kind of oh. like yellows uh, that uh, Edwig. Ed, uh, oh yeah, I love her. Uh, Finich. Uh, yeah, like she's good in this, and yeah. she's in my opinion one of the most attractive women of all. She's time. got smoldering eyes, eh? Like you can get lost in them shits. Um, like it, the dubbing is extra bad, I would say, in this one uh, compared to some of his other ones. The mystery is set up like, oh, there's all this kind of stuff going on, and and it is more of a horror movie, more in his like, um, Bay of Blood, pro, yeah, Bay of Blood, proto slasher sort of vibes, mm-hmm. and than anything else. Um, you don't get to see a lot of the kills; they just come across them. But there's like some cool imagery. That he always does. So he's got this, it's got a great score, this jazzy fucking score that's super cool. It it has some of these images of like hanging bodies in a freezer that they keep oh, going cool. back to. But he relies on plot on this one a lot more because he's thinking he's making an Agatha Christie thing, but he doesn't actually know how to do, <laughs> do that. It. So like you get like a watered-down version of his horror movie, The Proto-Slasher, with an Agatha Christie. Uh, like a, a clunky Agatha Christie uh, yeah. number. So I'm going to give this one, I th- I think, 5.5 pumpkins out of 10. Ooh. Wow. Um, I guess I'll uh, jump I, in. I thought one of you guys would have maybe seen no, this. No, I, ha- I had this to watch this month, but... Um, okay, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll jump in here with uh, some TV shows quickly. I watched The Office Season 2, Halloween 2005. I'm going to try to race through these. Wow. Yeah. Um, Seems like not something you would normally pick. Well, th- this was uh, Becky Choice. Yeah. 
I, I I would have rather watched some of the other ones I did watch. Um, but anyways, this is uh this is like the one a decent Halloween one. Yeah, he has to Michael has to fire someone by the end of the day. <laughs> I love this episode. Um, actually, it's a fun good. episode. Again, not I mean they're all in Halloween costume, but again. Like most of these, Halloween is not really part of the story. The mm-hmm. story is that he has to fire someone. Halloween is just kind of background. I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. I watched Werewolf Season 1, All Hallows Eve from 1987. This was on that free CTV app where they had tons of Halloween okay. specials free. Of course, you do have to watch so, commercials. Uh, I, sucks, I talked about this. I think Kyle's just talking about the CTV app. He <laughs> keeps pushing it, so we'll watch shows. a bunch of well, stuff I, with commercials. You'll see I watched like everything on there already, so <laughs> I'm watching the commercials too. This the is, thing is, he has it all on like DVD, so he's getting like yeah. five, ten minutes. No, so. well, that's the thing. I watch these because these ones I can't find. Werewolf is actually a series that uh, Shell Factory was going to put out on DVD uh, years ago. They announced, they showed the cover ready to release it, and I guess they had to pull it at the last second due to uh, copyright, uh, oh, with a bunch of copyright issues with the music, um, which is unfortunately what's held so much back. All these fucking musicians are so greedy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why is he, like, looking at your direction, buddy? I don't know. I, I, I don't want, like, this isn't, like, I... No, it I has nothing got, to do with you. I got fucked up by this shit as well. No, so. yeah, it's just, like, you hear this all the time, though, because I think they think that, you know, you're going to yeah. sell 50,000 copies when realistically... Get You'll probably 5, sell a thousand to two thousand copies of this. They can't pay fifty thousand dollars to license yeah. your one song. Um, but uh, anyways, this is a show I've been wanting to see. This is a Halloween episode, so it worked out perfectly from nineteen eighty seven. I guess in this one, the werewolf is going to lock him, chain himself up in uh, some old abandoned haunted house and wait for the moon to uh, go down. Exactly. And while he's there, though, he re- this guy has been staying in the house who kind of looks like Jason from Friday Thirteenth Part Two, <laughs> like literally with the mask and everything. Uh, you you discover that I guess he's terribly disfigured from a fire or something so he's been hiding out there from his daughter and everything um i guess the show would, would kind of be like the incredible hulk where it's the werewolf going from town to town and helping people with their their issues um <laughs> that sounds insanely stupid <laughs> yeah, there's some uh, punk yeah some punk teens show up to the house and cause mischief um yeah, it, it was six pumpkins out of ten. It was fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, it wasn't great. Um, would I watch the rest? I don't know. Probably. Because <laughs> I'm a sucker for werewolf. Let's be honest. Most werewolf stuff sucks. Uh, I've, I also watched Just Shoot Me Season 7 uh, called Halloween. I Halloween. like how it's Season fucking 7. How yeah. the fuck was there seven yeah. seasons I don't know. of Just Shoot Me? I don't know if I've ever watched a show. This is the one with David Spade, I guess? Yeah, and George Seagal. Jo- yeah. yeah, so George Seagal, yeah. that's one of the stories is him and, and uh, David Spade and George Seagal are trying, to, they're competing for this hot model um, at this Halloween party, but it turns out she's a lesbian, but she thinks David Spade's a woman, so the whole thing is him playing he's a woman to try to get laid with her. Um, then there's some other story where the guy is mean to his coworker, but he secretly likes her. And then I guess the character Nina is now dating a rock star and she's throwing this elaborate A-list Halloween party. Um, I, I don't know. There's a lot of like raunchy humor. I was surprised about in this, mm-hmm. uh, sexual humor for a 2002 sitcom. I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of 10. I don't know. I'll never watch this show probably ever again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That was one of those shows that was like, 9.30 after Seinfeld at first. Yeah, so you watch it for a bit and like, oh, okay. Then, I was yeah. getting that mixed up with the one that had uh, Phil Hartman. What's that one? News Radio. News Radio which yeah. is fantastic. Radio is good, yeah. yeah, so yeah, I think I've watched a couple yeah. for that show and that one I did enjoy a little bit more. The weird so. thing is, I get this and Dream On from HBO mixed up because they kind of have the same it, well, similar... It's got the, it's, and it's the same... Um, the 
sister-in-law, Bill Murray's sister-in-law from Scrooge. Oh, is, is the, in that as well? Is okay. it, I think is in Dreamline as well. Maybe that's why. Okay. She confused. she might be Nina. Okay, yeah, yeah I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and then I um, and finished, uh, at least for the TV shows, off with The Different Strokes Season 7, A Haunting We Will Go from 1984. First episode, I've probably seen The Different Strokes as well. This is the Gary Coleman, uh, What You Talking About, Willis. Yeah. Uh, can I do an impression or is that... What you talking about, Willis? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was okay. Anyways, I've never I've never watched a show before, but this one was actually a lot of fun. You, this could maybe make my October Chuck T's recommendations next nice. year. Uh, I guess uh, the the um, the the kids hear about this uh, haunted house that's apparently haunted by its old uh, dead owner. Um, it's actually a John Aston makes a cameo and he's oh, awesome. the one that like, he's the Always one that's like, appreciated. he's the one that's like tricking the kids to go there. He's like being a dick. Um, anyways, they go there and they the, you know, they, their other friends are putting pranks on them and each other trying to scare each other and blah, blah, blah. And then they, they come back though. Cause they did, there was something that may have been re- really haunted. The weird thing is this came out in 1984, same year as Ghostbusters and the kids come wearing Ghostbuster costumes and they're going to go bust huh. these ghosts. Uh, but then there's some maybe some real scares and yeah, n- not too much to say about it. It was it fun. Turns out they are afraid of no ghost. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna give it seven pumpkins out of ten. I uh, had so fun if with they, it. if this was now and they dressed up as like say it was like 2017, they dressed up as Stranger Things, you would have shit on all these kids. You would have been like fuck these kids. Dressed up as yeah, maybe. Stranger Things. Uh, but yeah, this would have been ahead of, <laughs> this would have been ahead of the game. This was probably before everyone was doing the Ghostbuster parodies. I no, no, I mean like if if kids were dressing up as Stranger Things, it like the kids from Stranger Things. I'm confused, uh, <laughs> Maddie. You're up next. <laughs> Speaking of being confused, I watched uh, season one, episode three of Scooby Doo. Hassle in the castle, and I also watched uh, season one, episode four of Scooby Doo. Uh, like mind your own business. Hassle in the castle. Hassle in the castle is a good one. I, I enjoy it because the they had like, that weird like uh, yeah. thing where they set up this like mouse trap of like we're gonna get this guy if we do this, and Scooby Doo's gonna. Scooby Doo is like one of those shows that the episodes mm-hmm. the same thing over and over again. No one like remembers what happened, but everyone yeah. remembers. Oh yeah, that's the one with the night. That's the one you with the it. the glowing. The uh, mind yeah. your own business was the uh, abandoned mines, and they have the old. Uh, yeah, the oh yeah, the minor. classic. Yeah, yeah. The, exactly. That's a cool yeah. like looking ghost. Yeah, those would all be great Halloween costumes. Yeah, but again, who's gonna like? Where am I gonna get like an old timey like a uh, scuba uh, gear? That's guy. for you to figure yeah. out, Maddie. Don't Fair fucking enough. put that on all me. All right, <laughs> guys, I'm gonna work on this, and I'll see you guys. Have in you a got to one? Days. There's one with a cool clown in like a carnival too. Uh, or something. No, but I hope you get there. Amusement park or something. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I watched uh, the second episode of Midnight Mass again. Uh, it's it's starting to escalate. Yeah, there's starting to be a little bit more creepy stuff. Uh, I've heard stuff. it's his best thing he's done. But anyway, uh, intro. Well, I'll have to get there. I'm mm-hmm. I'm only on the episode second episode. Two. Six episode arc. Or seven or eight. Okay. I, I don't know what it is. But ten uh, or twelve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a twenty-two series season. It's like it's actually on ABC, and we just don't know about it. <laughs> uh, seven point five. I, I felt like this one is oh, yeah. is, is ramped up, ramping up, and there there that one scene that I guess maybe Kyle was referencing, where it's a priest talking to yeah. the main character. It's the best scene in the whole fucking show. Anybody that's complaining about the scene, is it just like them that like, doesn't like fucking actual. Like dialogue, dialogue. Um, it's the mo- for me that was the most interesting part of the series so far. There's some good scares near the end of this episode too, but that was like, oh, I'm in. Yeah, like this is going somewhere. Uh, cool. Uh, my other favorite of the week that I watched, uh, Cemetery of Terror from 1985. This is the second film from that Ruben 
Jolando Jr. Ah. guy that did Don't Panic. Whereas Don't Panic, I didn't enjoy this one. I did. Uh, this one kind of has, it's uh, it's not an anthology, but there's three separate kind of stories going on. You have these group of teens. Uh, they tell their girlfriends that they're invited to this extravagant cruise party with celebrities and everything, only for them to, you know, they ditch their concert tickets and stuff to go with these guys, and then they show up at this just shitty rundown boat. shack, <laughs> and they're just trying to get laid. Um, so the women are pissed at them. Uh, you have a group of uh, kids who are out trick or treating. It's kind of cool. They I, maybe this is like a I think this is a Spanish thing, a Spanish thing where they get these squashes and kind of like um, smaller pumpkins and they create kind of lan- they carve them out and put candles and oh, create okay. lanterns on, which looks really cool. They're all walking around with these these kind of uh, pumpkin lantern things. And then there's another story that's kind of like Halloween, where this doctor, uh, I guess he's um, haunted by his former patient who escaped and went on a murder spree. Um, he was caught and killed, but you know he's like, no, we have to cremate the body. Like it's not enough that he's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so the team boys, uh, they get kind of angry that the girlfriends don't want to put out, and they're like, ah, oh, well, it's and they find this old book of spells up in the attic. They're like, ah, oh, let's kind of scare them then. So they they decide on this is on Halloween too. They're gonna. Uh, break into a morgue and steal a body and and read the spells to the as you do to the to the dead body of you course haven't been a halloween like this yeah well we, we're, that's yeah. next week right we're yeah. doing that yeah. and then doing the episode well, exactly. at the same this time. was kind of like a preview so i could figure out what to do with the spells but of course they end up grabbing the serial killer um so he comes back you get murders them all um and he's doing it with his bare hands, clawing them to death. Kind of cool. But w- w- the best part, the best part is the finale, where it's like the kids are in this graveyard, and all the the zombies are popping and coming out of the mm-hmm. graves. And it's cool how they pop out. Like it's all these like bright, like yellow and oranges in the crypts. Nice. Um, and the the zombies have this cool, unique look to them. And then the kids have to face off against them. And yeah, I don't know. I just I had a, a lot of fun with this one. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give it seven and a half uh, pumpkins nice. out of ten. Again, I'm not. I haven't hit any like really big, but again, I'm. I don't know if I'm kind of with, <laughs> you know, vinegar syndrome and Severn titles. Yeah. It's kind of like you're you're hoping for something that that stands out. But th- this is totally like, this is one I, I'll definitely be watching every you know second every Halloween or every second mm-hmm. Halloween or something. It's, I'm gonna it's hold you to that. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have to watch it now. Every other Until Halloween. one of us dies, man. <laughs> Every right. other Halloween. This okay. has got to be in there. That's Sounds good. The new- <laughs> so, I do have one more film that this guy did that looks really cool, too. So uh, I'm hoping to get to that next week. So was this in a like a set with him? No, they're just, they're just uh, yeah. Th- these two, like, they have amazing fucking slip covers, man. The, the art on them is right. so amazing. That kind of sold me. So I was already like, ah, oh, this. I actually heard a podcast that was talking about it, raving about this one and, like, the the... The Halloween stuff kind of sold me, so yeah. Anyway, that was it for the fifth. That's for it for me. the fifth for me. Uh, so I, Graham, Graham, <laughs> <laughs> Graham. I like how this just becomes a thing on here. Uh, Graham, uh, it is season three, episode six. Uh, so this was uh, the stories we tell our young is the episode. It, it it's another like good. Uh, it's kind of an exorcist sort of episode. Um, where they do do it with like it's a possession, but it's also yeah, like ham-fisted. something more. And it it's probably it actually it's it's not ham-fisted. Oh. I thought it was like an, another good like fairly good effects, fairly good acting. I'm gonna give this seven pumpkins out of ten. Oh wow! It's another solid episode of Grim. I will say like Grim. We're watching this, and it's like, this is comfort food. <laughs> yeah, you like it. And I'm not necessarily a comfort food kind of guy, but mm-hmm. when it's starting to get cool, 
your bed sheets are yeah, yeah, cold yeah, when you baby. go into that, and I put I, on Grim. It's like a nice little like uh, cozy into like the uh, winter. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I I like I thought about this the other day, and I got sad, and I was like, <laughs> I'll get to do this next year too. This will be cool. <laughs> But after that, there's no more. <laughs> like, we'll have to find another show. Maybe point, do X Files. Yeah. Have you done X Files? Oh, I, I, haven't done, I haven't done the, the, the yeah, rewatch of that. that. You can choose like any. There's Night a, gallery. a yeah, million yeah, yeah, of yeah, these, yeah, but like yeah. this yeah. has Grim hit the spot is, yeah. for two years. Gonna in have, a row. It's going to be a hard time figuring that out. Uh, is that it for the fifth then, or that's it for the fifth? Okay, so we're moving on to the final night. We're talking about. <laughs> we're going to move on to the sixth here. I guess I'll start off with. Quickly, again, I'll run through some TV. Uh, I did Bewitch Season 3 called Twitch or, Tweet, Twitch or Treat from 1966. Is that the one when she has a book that they all come um, alive? This is, no, this this one was kind of the, actually, Bewitch, we've talked about it, actually has like mm-hmm. a lot of Halloween episodes and most of them are kind of solid. This was kind of maybe the least ex- least uh, exciting one for me. I've only seen the one, and it was great. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, well, they're they're all on there. I recommend. Uh, so this one, her uh, mother and Dora throws a Halloween party um, at uh, their Darren and Samantha's house, and their uncle Arthur, played by Paul Lindy, who I think I've talked about before because I, I have his Halloween special. We call him Flindy Lindy, which yeah. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, he shows up, and he kind of he's kind of like a you know he likes being uh, causing mischief, I guess, and. Anyways, six pumpkins out of ten. I don't have much to say, but it wasn't that very like. I guess they're at a caution party, but it's not. Halloween. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't really. Uh, also, though, I did then. Fin- I uh, followed up with the Pit and the Pendulum from 1991. I'm curious. What do you think about this? Now, you this hated is, this. This right? is Maddie's <laughs> top 100. I, I love this movie so much. I'm curious what you I'm think. I'm curious why. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, here, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So it's directed by Stuart Gordon. Yeah. Uh, stars Lance Hendrickson as the Inquisitor. In- Qu- yeah. It's it's actually the first full moon movie. It's actually very well made. Like the set design, yeah. it looks it, good. It starts off with the cadaver snod, which is fucking amazing. It's just like this very brutal. Like I just yeah. don't know why you like it because it's just pretty much this woman, you know, makes yeah. Lance Hendrickson feel uncomfortable Horny. down in his pants. So he says she's a witch, and he wants her for is trying to force her to uh, admit that she's a witch. And it's just like him torturing her. And then there's another woman witch that they torture, and the whole movie takes place in this dark castle, which is them torturing and these yeah, women. The torturing <laughs> the- is done in such a fun way. Like the one witch <laughs> is, is it? Uh, yeah, the one witch cuts is out her an, tongue. An actual witch. So she's like, hey, listen, uh, uh, okay. so as she's about to get burned at the stake, she eats a bunch of gunpowder. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Before she like gets burned. So like as like she gets burned, like her rib pops out and gets some guy in the eye. And, There's like, a her, lot of blood yeah. and gore. Oh, like, yeah. I thought it, but I, I don't know. I didn't really get that campiness. I at that moment, like sure, there's a couple yeah. moments, but I thought it is it's kind of oh, like it's kind of kind of grill and yeah. yeah, grizzly and um, yeah, it's just uh, for full. It's not what I expected. It's, and Lance Hendrickson is he's great, insane yeah. in this. It's not and again. Even Oliver Reed is so good in this too. Well, he's in it for three minutes, but he's awesome. Yeah. He's like, wait, wait, we're the church. Like, you're the church, but I am the king. <laughs> it's 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 better than I expect in every way. Like the acting, everything. Did but you I, bring this back? Yeah, you want to borrow it? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. watch this next. Yeah. Week. I, Actually, you might like it. Yeah, you might. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, again, it's not a bad film. I just, it's uh, one of those yeah. films like I'm like, what? I <laughs> will decide. What is, what's, what's enjoyable? You'll beat the Lance Hendrickson of this. <laughs> was that King, uh, no, Torque? Is it the guy's name? Torque? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, like she has. From Torque. Stars. Yeah, yeah. She Torque. has a boyfriend stars. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the witch has a boyfriend as well. And Yeah. And again, he's, uh, you know, the Sword of Damocles? 
he's hanging like there's a sword hanging by like a thread above the bed the entire time. So there's that tension there too that's like happening. Yeah. There yeah, there's there's definitely some interesting stuff. Like again, it's not a bad movie. I just like mm-hmm. I didn't I wasn't enjoyed. <laughs> I didn't find oh, it enjoyable. Yeah. I think um, I watched this when I was like seven, and I kind of fell it's just in a love weird feel. It. It's a weird yeah. feeling to someone's like, "This is one of my favorites." I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I think I could watch this every October. And like that's it. been all of your. Uh, so we we've had. I've got the brunt of this, but yeah. all of our favorites. Yeah, yeah. you basically been like, I don't understand how these yeah. are your favorites. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, let, let, let's. Uh, well, no. Yeah, I, I would say I don't understand how some of those are that horror. More so, some of your well, picks. I, but I guess, uh, yeah. hypothetically, we can talk about a movie from '76. Uh, Anyways, I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of ten. Nice. From Kyle's top 100. Oh, okay. Grizzly. <laughs> okay, so you've watched this, I assume. I watched this on the same day. Okay. <laughs> Me and you. I was gonna like. I, I was so I got my. Except like, you're not gonna shit on this. I can't. I, <laughs> so I, 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 I like this movie a lot. Actually, okay. So I, it's, I, it's, it's Jaws with a bear. I oh, need to explain. Yeah. It. Uh, so this is what it has. You'll explain why this is Jaws without a bear after I take away the things that it isn't. Okay. okay. The characters have are not like they're just. Flatline characters. They're like base characters. Like this is the guy that likes to be in the woods. This is the yeah, guy yeah. that, whatever. Jaws isn't that. Uh, direction. We said Jaws knockoff. Okay, fine. Knockoffs aren't supposed to be good. It's <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be entertaining. But none none of the things that I like about Jaws are in this movie, other than a killer like. Bear, it's more than like, it follows the beats, right? Like it, it's exactly you, you, can't, you, you can't compare Grizzly to one of the greatest horror films of all time. I can totally compare Grizzly it's, to it's, that because I want to watch budget. Jaws all the time. Yeah. And, and 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 this this is it's entertaining though from frame one. Like, are you were you not entertained? Nothing. Oh, you oh, didn't even enjoy it, eh? So <laughs> I want to know what is good about this. Uh, so I got two things. I wrote these down. Talk among yourselves. Well, okay, I, yeah, I wrote, yeah, yeah. there's, there's, two, oh, I, I know what they are. I like, this is maybe a spoiler. I like the horse getting decapitated. Yeah, that was kind of cool. That for me was kind of like a funny, like interesting, oh, like, oh, yeah, this is great. This is kind of like a funny aside. And I like the very end, what he does to the fucking bear. The water, the, uh, the tower scene is awesome. Uh, the guy is so the, fucking terrible on top all the, of the all tower. The, all the attacks are are pretty well done too, like say, the way I, they're done. I enjoyed the uh, when they're camping. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're not gonna the attack. girls. Yeah, no, no, not the girls. The uh, uh the, oh, the girlfriend, the, the couple, our wife or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, oh wow, they just took them out, and like I didn't think that was gonna happen. And the scene with a kid, I was like, that oh, was yeah, yeah. Kind so, of yeah, yeah actually, too. A, so the scene with a kid is maybe the other one because yeah. there's actually tension. Yeah. for the first time. In the whole goddamn See, I'm movie, not, for I think me. Well, I'm watching this in a different way than you are. I think you're watching for this tense horror. I'm watching it because it's like a goofy. There's no rip-off. horror in this movie. Like you talk about horror, it's it's just like arms in 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 like oh there's there's some there's like people getting like losing limbs every second yeah, every like ten minutes syrup <laughs> in the ground and like everything seems so horror. fake to me. Yeah, you get it is fake. Like it's clearly done on a budget. And, it's but also like. My problem is it's never that campy. Like it wasn't until the ten last ten minutes where like the fucking the the horse decapitation happens, yeah, and then the big ending happens where I was like, oh, this is a fun movie. 
I even enjoyed. I like the uh, scenes with the um, not. I guess he's a sheriff or like the uh, ranger and the mayor, and they're like kind of ball busting back and forth. Yeah, that's like Jaws too. Yeah, I kind of enjoyed. It that. literally like, follows beat for beat the yeah. story. It's just not as well done. It's like a cheesy knockoff. And all knockoff. The, uh, the the drunken um, uh, campers, how they take a baby bear and they use it for bait. Yeah, and so, the guys uh, actually, like, I like yeah. that as well. So you like, mentioned like four scenes now. You keep yeah. on saying, oh, and I like that too. <laughs> These are barely, like I could barely fucking stay awake watching oh, this yeah. movie. Yeah. Like it, 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 I watched a bunch of trash this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's near the bottom of the trash. Like it's, uh, it's, it's like, you talk about it being a knockoff. It's a knockoff. I don't need a knockoff. I've already got Jaws. Why yeah. don't I need to ever watch well, this I, again? I, I, do I want have like, Jaws in the woods. <laughs> I know. I'm all about the knockoff. Listen, I've seen Jaws 2, 3, and 4, and all the other knockoff Jaws is like... A, yeah, this movie has like had yeah. three so, Blu-ray releases. Any, anyways, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to hear about why I don't like this movie, because I know I don't like this movie. Why should I like this movie? What am I missing? Well, again, I don't think you appreciate cheesy, campy movies. And if you don't, then you're not going to enjoy that. You're I, probably not going to enjoy most nature gun I wish it was like up to 11. I think that's always my thing with a lot of these is like. If they. Nobody, really... I, I disagree. I think if you go too silly, like it the, ruins it. Like the, I think you need to have that little bit of seriousness, but the goofiness mixed that in. That weird camaraderie that these three dudes had. Like the one guy in the pilot got along in like a. They, yeah, I don't. I, 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 that one dude, like, again, they played I think the death the scenes people. are really well done, though. I love how, like, the person's just throwing back and then in almost like lift up, and then the bear's like tearing them apart. I guess it does play with you a little bit, too. I thought like they're, the, they're, um, they're done pretty aggressively. Spoilers, but like, you think this guy is dead, and then like, you see his foot move in the dirt, and like, oh no, he's not dead. All uh, right, I, he's still alive. I hate and that. And then like 30 seconds later, he's gone. Like, yeah. I, it that, plays with you a little that bit. That was one of those movies that 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 was one of the scenes in the movie where like fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I I yeah. I, you know, like how it played with you a little bit, even with the uh, the uh, the kid in the uh, the white fence. Like he goes to white fence, like oh he comes back just for like oh, okay, kid, they're not gonna do anything yeah, to this I, kid, and then like boom, the like, mom and whatever. Seconds all later, that scene yeah. was was great. Like, but it's individual moments getting to stitch it together. Like you're, I, I don't know. I love. Uh, um, What's his name? Linda? No, not Linda. That's his wife. Um, Christopher George. I love Christopher George too. Who's that? He's the lead. He's the lead. Uh, yeah. He was actually good as the lead. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I didn't care about his relationship with the girl though, whatsoever. I yeah. Found. He's what was he in? In uh, he's in the Fuji movie. Uh, yeah, he's in like yeah. all these. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. I'm curious what you're gonna give this. Uh, five. Oh, I was gonna give it seven point five. <laughs> That's so okay. I, wait, wait, wait! Are you just doing this to shit on your movies? <laughs> no, no, no! I, I had it at four point five. I actually went up. What did you give Pit in the Pendulum? Six. I'm going to give this one six. <laughs> no, no, I'm no. just kidding. I'm going to give seven point five. I really, I enjoyed this hey, movie. I, I said I think Pit in the Pendulum is a good movie. It's again, it's one of those ones that's not my type of movie. It's just like torture and and you know women getting. Uh, I will say this: so terrible. they open up this movie and they got the helicopter going. And and it, it looks kind of like yeah. raw, but like cool. And and Khaled recommended Rituals to me earlier this yeah. year, and I love Rituals. So I'm like, but that's a uh, completely different movie. Yeah. So I think I, Rituals is like a good movie. This is like a cheesy ripoff of Jaws. This is a movie that like literally Jaws came out as, as, as it was a success. So they're like, mm. let's take that story beat for beat, but put it in a park. Yeah. So yeah. with for, a bear. So for and me, no like <laughs> everything I like about Jaws. 
this movie doesn't have. It's yeah. more that it follows the beats, right? The story And I beats. don't care about the story beats. Like, of Jaws yeah. is, like, fine. I don't think anyone's comparing this to Jaws. <laughs> but no, the thing like, is, it is Jaws. It is Jaws. It's Jaws. Yeah. And the st- that's what I mean, though. Like, it, take, it took the basic story, and they did this for, like, 20 other movies. So it, halfway through this movie, I was like... I know this is stupid. It's like, October. I, I wouldn't watch this. Do I just watch Jaws <laughs> fucking right now? See, I don't know. Like, I think you're you're you got to be in a different. I'm in a different mindset if I'm going to watch this or Jaws. Like, I think they're completely too. Jaws gives me movies. all the fu- fucking fun yeah. shit as well. Like Jaws is, but like, Jaws is more serious and like it's. But also like way better camaraderie. Like all those, yeah. the, I could yeah, watch a but Jaws again. Movie I think Jaws has one of the on best the camaraders. Yeah. Again, you're comparing like the best movie which, of all time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but like in for you, this is like the best movie of all time. Like, like this is, I, I, yeah, I think yeah. I think it is a cheesy fun knockoff. Yeah, so like that's 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 totally fair. Like. For me, but again, I don't. I wouldn't compare this to Jaws. I think it it takes the beats and then does a cheesy version of it. The same way, like Italians took like whatever popular film and then did their crazy <laughs> rip off of that film. It's like I wouldn't compare Beyond the Door to The Exorcist, but I love both of those movies for completely different reasons. Beyond right. the Door, when I'm in the mood for like a pizza and beer movie, I'm going to throw on and and Jaws. I think for know, me, actually it's, weird. I watched that movie today, actually, which is kind of fucked oh wow. Up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, that yeah. I haven't heard about this movie in like ever. Like yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. redeem myself in a few minutes with you. Like yeah. I don't think you'll like like Day of the Animals, Alligator Mate. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, most most nature gonna muck are kind of cheesy yeah, movies. Like yeah. you're kind of watching them because they're but cheesy like, fun. There could be cheesy fun, and there like mm. for me this was like held on by like we're making Jaws, but with a bear. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but like, not- and I like how too they sell. The, I don't know the way they describe the bear too, and it's like, oh, it's a but, cannibal. And it has like the uh, the weirdest like Latin name, like Horribus uh, Horribilis yeah. or something like that, like Gigantico. Again, like that's a, that's a check mark. Like I'm giving this five. To be honest, I'm not gonna. Uh, yeah, I, I don't uh, expect everyone to love Grizzly. Mm-hmm. I've I've said from the beginning that I like those weird type of films, and most people are gonna watch them and say they're trash. They're not for everyone, but they do have. There's they have their little cult followings. I mean, again, Grizzly has had like three. Blu-ray special editions and they why came up, am I watching they came Grizzly out with a figure yeah. and shirts and in twenty twenty one if it didn't, right? Like yeah. Yeah. there's gotta be something there. So uh, well you're watching it because I had it on my top one hundred. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, exactly yeah. why we're watching well, I, it. And I saw Maddie <laughs> yeah. Maddie also gave it like a high score on Letterboxd. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I think a lot of the people I follow really dig it, it too. It, but again, if you look at its overall a- average rating, it's full, not good. Full disclosure. I haven't seen this movie before. I thought Day of the Animals was Grizzly. No, like, you, I, we covered this, man. On the, yeah, on the old, we did. Day, I don't even remember this. Day movie of the Animals at is all. even more insane and fun. Yeah, though. yeah. Because this film is trying to like capture that yeah. Jaws market, so they're kind of be like, we're kind of a serious thing, but like a cheesy yeah. version. But Day of the Animals is just, I don't yeah, know, way more goofier. Um, but I, I don't know if yeah, I wouldn't recommend yeah, that yeah. either I, to so, you. But anyway, sorry. You want to go? Uh, t- 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 I I went ahead. Uh, this wasn't yeah, the yeah, next yeah. movie I watched, but uh, we'll yeah, go yeah, back yeah, to yeah. Kyle. Okay, uh, I watched. Um, I was excited about this one from 1989, Rush Week. Uh, I'm a big fan of Pledge Night, yeah. Hell Night. So uh, th- this is a cool that covers like someone with like this a cloaked, uh, cloaked uh, cloak on and like cool uh, axe and uh, this almost like paper mache white face. So I'm like, ah, oh, I'm excited about this. Um, yeah, the, the the first chunk of the film is kind of a lot of fun. You're getting the fraternities and the pranks and stuff. That That is more interesting than the kills. The kills are mostly done off screen. Uh, but then the film just starts to drag, and there's like this 
there's this reporter investigating these missing women and this romance between her and the head of the fraternity. And I, I don't know. I, I don't have that much. There is a, a, a costume party that I think takes place on Halloween. Um, it was, I, I don't have much to say, but it was a passable slash film. It yeah. was not, I was hoping for another Pledge Night or Hell Night and I didn't get that. I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of 10. Yeah. Again, not, not a terrible film. Like there's, and I saw some people really liked it. There's some stuff there, but it's, uh, there's nothing that really stood out uh, in it to me. So my next one is from uh, 2012, a Prometheus. I'm following the aliens oh, down. Cool. And what a cool idea of uh, to take uh, the uh, alien origin and figure out where these actual beasts came from. I guess Wrigley Scott kind of came back into the fold after Alien Resurrection. He's like, all right, we need to do something with this because uh, it's going to peter out if we don't. So he turned like, all right, where did these aliens come from? So it's like the uh, prequel to all the aliens. What an interesting story. They... Uh, bunch of like a uh, scientists figure out that like a uh, humanity came from this planet uh that's light years away and they yeah, have yeah. to go figure it out as they get there they realize why uh it's not i don't want to give anything away it's such a weird the story is so complicated for me to do it it's now, uh, do, do you think it would have worked better to not have that like i almost kind of like that in alien you see that fucking Weird statue that, and you don't know what any yeah. of it is, and then this thing kind of like tells you what it is. I, I almost hate. I kind of hate prequels. Actually, now I'm thinking about it. like yeah. every prequel. Like I don't want to know. I don't want to know how Darth Vader know. became Darth Vader. I don't want to see Darth Vader as a little boy. I don't want to. Yeah. Like what prequel can you think of that actually improved? Like to me, prequels kind of ruin the mystery. I, I uh, uh, mystery. Origins of Evil. Ouija. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. yeah there. I, I'm sure there's. It, yeah. There are the exceptions yeah. to the rule. Just like to me, the mystery anything. is is always more yeah. fascinating. I don't know. But that being said, after I watching Alien Resurrection and getting this movie, like, oh wow, it breathes some life mm-hmm. back into this uh, tired franchise. So I'm going to give it like again. It's hard to say because the story is so convoluted and like the horror elements aren't quite there. That's the only issue, but the acting is so yeah, fucking so good. good. So I'm going to give it 7.5 pumpkins, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I like this movie, yeah. and everyone else hates it. Like they can no. play how stupid it is and everything. No, I, I it find, makes uh, sense. Like I would probably be fairly similar score. I like yeah. I haven't watched it. Yeah. Even if you it came if out, it but, wasn't an aliens movie. It was just like a movie. Yeah. on its own. Like oh, it's still. That's how I kind of viewed it. Is yeah. like. It doesn't rely as much as people yeah. were shitting on it as, on the lore. Like there, it's even there. If you didn't even know these movies, like all right, this is you cool. could watch that movie. But again, there's an Easter egg. Like oh, that's where that seat came from and shit like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Cool. Uh, so I watched. Uh, I think it's from 1932. The vam. Uh, 33. The Vampire Bat. Have you guys? I've heard about this number. Yeah. Um. So this is like. A weird combination, Lionel Atwill and Fay Ray became like the <laughs> the most creepy guy who's Is that all, the girl from King Kong? Yeah, from King uh. Kong. Fay Ray Fay Ray is from King Kong. And this guy who's like always super creepy and whatever. So I just watched To Be or Not to Be, which is Ernest Lubitsch, which is not mm. horror. Um, but he was in it and I was like, This guy's kinda cool. What else has he done? Yeah. And then it was like, Oh, he made a bunch of these horror movies with Faye Ray. <laughs> of all the people. And I was like, all right, I'll watch The Vampire Bat as the first one. Also in The Vampire Bat is Melvin Douglas, which you guys will probably know from The Changeling. He's the old man. Huh. 
in the uh, and and but he's in this old uh, the the old dark house. He's in HUD. He's in the candidate. Ghost I assume Story, he's a lot younger Angel. than this. <laughs> he's very young. Like he's and he's awesome in this. So much. Uh, I just watched Angel with him and uh, Marlena Didrich, uh, which is like a another Lubitsch movie. And he's so charming in that movie. So it was like all these people coming in, and he's charming in this one. On a handsome scale, how many pumpkins are you going to give him? Is he dreamy? I don't know if he... Like, he's... 7.5? Yeah, maybe 7.5. He's the guy that, like... He's probably not that handsome, but because he's so awesome... He's got the like charm. Jimmy Stewart like is probably Tom not that Atkins. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Atkins. Uh, Tom Atkins is, is like the the sea level of this. Yeah. Like, but Jimmy Stewart is not that attractive, right? Like, uh, bite your tongue. Yeah, but he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he's charming. Because like, he's so charming, yeah. and, and Melvin Douglas is the, the same way. Yeah. So he's super charming. He's the detective. He's trying to find this vampire or slash bat. And there's some great sequences. There's a sequence where everyone is flames. It's black and white, and they're chasing this mentally um uh challenged guy and he's he, like he's clearly they're blaming it all on him yeah he's mentally ill and and they're they're saying this is the guy that's got to yeah. do this because he likes bats so they're chasing him through all these caves and they've got these torches and the torches are lit up in in red it, it, in this black and it white and it's cool. original it's it's an incredible looking thing um, and there's a bunch of the sequence at the beginning the sequence at the end everything with Melvin Douglas is cool, but it's pretty heavy-handed in terms of like the sh- like tell not show, mm. as I, I like I, to I'm say. I'm okay with that though. Like it's just like all those tell not shows are bad. Uh, like they're fairly like oh well you should not look this, there yeah. and uh, yeah all that kind of stuff. And and there's this weird and I find this with a bunch of 30s horror. There's always like a comedic person. <laughs> like this is like some old lady. And this one that's like... That's a worker, not really. It's usually an old lady, isn't it? She's terrible in this. Uh, so it's not like the, uh, the Invisible Man. No, the she, who's lady. awesome, yeah. the bar wench or whatever. She's in a different movie. It doesn't make any sense. She's yeah. afraid of everything. Nothing's going right. So it the the highlight sequences are are fairly fantastic. The act, three act, main actors are great. Everybody else is okay. I'm going to give this one 6.5 pumpkins. Oh, it's still pretty good. Yeah, it's it's definitely yeah. worth if, if you're trying to get into the, that that yeah. era. Uh, like, there's a lot to like, but there there is limitations. Uh, cool. I'll jump in with two TV shows quickly. Uh, I talked about this in my recommendations. Uh, I watched it. I had to rush and watch it for that episode in time, but I thought, you know, this would be a great one to watch with my family. Uh, so I watched Dairy Indiana season one, scariest home videos oh, from nice. 1991. Won't say too much about it if you know listen to our last yeah. episode, but pretty much. The the kid uh, they have to babysit their their the one kid's younger brother. The kid gets sucked into an old horror film. He switches spots with the mommy, and they gotta get him out. Uh, the joke is that the kid is like scarier than the monster, and it's kind of funny. I'm gonna give seven pumpkins out of ten. Is this on the app or is this, uh, uh, no? I have the I have the yeah. DVD of this, and um, and then I watched Bewitched season six, two trick or. To trick or treat or not to trick or treat from 1969. So I, I've this is the only I've I think I've seen them all now. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how are you watching all of these? So some of them I have it on DVD, but I think they are all on the app. Um, I think they have. There's like the, six or seven. The CTV app. Yeah, the commercial app. I like it. It's just the app. Like yeah. that's the well, new so, thing. Well, we, we, well, no, we mentioned at the beginning I, that I it's know. CTV. Um, I don't want to keep on plugging them unless they want to give us some money. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, th- this episode, that- I guess, uh, again, it, it usually involves her mother. 
uh, Endor getting up and the and the husband getting yeah. in some argument. So in this one, uh, she feels that uh, witches have this negative stereotype, and you know uh, her husband is 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 going with that. So she turns him into a witch to see how he feels. So it starts out like he's getting the warts on him, and then he's getting like the witch chin, and this is really great makeup effect of him like as this witch character and he's getting like long hair um so yeah it, it's kind of fun there's some hijinks in there it, again not it's still not the best one but it, it's it was better than the last one. i'm gonna give it six and a half pumpkins out of ten i think yeah i think that there's like three or four that are really good this one was pretty good and then there's the one that was like yeah it was okay yeah but yeah still i think there's yeah i think there's six or seven and they're all kind of worth a, a watch um, squeeze i'll watch one more movie but i'll let one of you guys jump yeah. in uh, have you guys seen uh, from 1977 Satan's Cheerleaders? I have not. I want to. It is so bad. <laughs> it is so bad. It, like it's got f- great cover art though. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I thought this movie would be like a fun like romp, like a bunch of cheerleaders making like great jokes. All the cheerleaders are the same character. Like one is dumb, and but they're all like dumb and promiscuous. Like isn't that all cheerleaders? No, but oh. I thought the, <laughs> nice. I thought that'd be like one is like the book hey, we're one. we're close yeah. to forty year old men. We're yeah. we're attacking yeah, 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 yeah. you cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah. Getting well, replaced. Stereotype yeah. uh, cheerleaders. I think that's the thing, yeah. right? They're all kind of the bum, the and then, bubbly. And there's no uh, character like I thought. Okay, one's like smart. They're all the same character. It's such a stupid movie. The uh, plot is so dumb. Like I guess I'm gonna try some, to watch this. Yeah, you're kind of selling me on it. <laughs> I guess there's one <laughs> janitor who uh, is promised the one girl, but. I don't even know what you're talking yeah. about, Maddie. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to explain it. That's such a stupid movie. No one's worried about you spoiling Satan's yeah, cheerleaders. Yeah. Just tell there, us what there, happened. There's a bunch of cheerleaders, and they, as they're going through, there's a janitor that works at their school who's part of this cult that this small city that they're going through, he's going to make their van break down, so this coven of Satan's host will sacrifice a virgin, and they'll get all the other cheerleaders for them to have as their sex kittens. But it turns out the uh, one guy who was promised a janitor satan reneges on that and yeah it's stupid <laughs> how many pumpkins maddie uh, 3.5 wow uh, there are some jokes at work but you'd think a movie like this would be like a yeah, bunch of like ha- fun such jokes good cover art, and man. like That's all right so me on like, it even like a uh, tops getting ripped off like that kind of i thought there'd be a bit more like <laughs> pornography like there is none like you get like yeah glimpse and like the jokes land so poorly like the violence isn't there like there was no reason to watch this movie. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Huh. So I, I let me know what you think. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I'll redeem myself in Kyle's eyes. Uh, this is one I don't. Grim? <laughs> th- yeah. We got a grim episode. No. Uh, this is one I don't think made your top list, uh, but I think you had talked about quite a bit from 1975, Race with the Devil. Oh, yeah. No, it did make my top 100. Did it make your yeah. top 100? I love that movie, yeah. Um, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, so you got this great lead performance. Fonda? I'm going to say Warren Oates. Uh, like, both, yeah, they're both fun. They're both the leads. They, they, they both mm-hmm. play well off each other. Like these guys, you believe that they're friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. I, 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 I do think it's, it's more Oates movie than the yeah. other. And it's basically like them going around. They see this horrific devil-worshipping act, and it's a race away from them. Mm-hmm. And so much of that is fantastic. Any of the stuff on the road is ridiculous, and and the the car chase scenes are up there with with 
Some of the best, right? best ever. Um, it, it it like there's real tension there. The only thing I don't necessarily the ending too is pretty fucking ballsy without saying too much. No, the end it, it's yeah. like the classic '70s ending. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Like yeah. it it is it goes to where no place yeah, yeah. they wouldn't normally go. Um, the only thing that kind of holds me back is occasionally like the tension in between and the quieter moments. I don't, I didn't buy a, a, as much. With like the, the police chair? No, thing? not with the police chair. Like why they're by creepy. the pool and stuff and, and why they, the country bar's cool, but they don't actually like ramp it up enough. Like mm. they, they almost, uh, dispel it, but not for a purpose. Like there's no fun actually happening that much either. Yeah. Like there's, there's a couple like, it, uh, which I think is important, like bringing the tension back down scenes that I just felt weren't on like as character building. Like the the girlfriends don't get a lot to do. The The library scene like the, was standing. They're, they're wives? Yeah, they're wives. Okay. Um, it's still fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, great ending. Amazing car chases. I'm going to give this 7.5 pumpkins. Ooh. Uh, it may be the... Uh, uh, like the best new, it's it's definitely the best new thing I, I watched. <laughs> it's the best weekend. new movie. Like, wait, wait, this is for like 1972, right? <laughs> uh, cool. This um, could be a Starsky and Hutch episode. I'm pretty sure it is a Starsky and Hutch episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'll, I uh, finished off the night. Maddie, with, have you seen this one? Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, I finished off the the night with ants. ants. Exclamation mark! AKA it happened at Lakewood Manor from 1977. This is a TV film. Uh, stars Linda Day, George. Like, her and her husband fucking own these nature yeah. kind of muck. Uh, Susan Summers is in there. Oh, wow. Uh, a bunch of other guys you'll recognize, like Bernie Casey, who did, like, tons of black exploitation flicks. Uh, Brian Dennehy from oh, yeah. FX. FX and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, a swarm of venomous ants uh, pretty much, um, yeah, overtake this countryside hotel. It seems silly, but they do it in a way that, like, I guess these ants somehow become poisonous, so I guess it makes it more believable. It's probably radioactive. Because when you get bitten, then it actually, like, the poison gets in your body, yeah. and then it, it knocks. So it makes it sense that, like, how else could ants yeah. fucking attack you? And pesticides, they're immune to pesticides. Uh, it, it's kind of your typical 70s uh, TV Mm-hmm. Kind of like they were doing like a lot of these nature gun amok and disaster films. It introduced you a bunch of characters. And I always like that kind of cheesy drama. And they've all got their own stories and issues going on and personalities. Um, and yeah, I, I think it, the way like by the end, the whole when you see the, the hotel and just the walls are just covered in fucking hundreds of ants everywhere. Yeah. Like it, it it's kind of it's kind of silly, but fun. Um, I, I had fun with it. I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. Nice. There's not really... Too much to it, but yeah, I'm a sucker for these um these TV films and uh, nature gun amok. So that's it. Is, is that a or anyone else have anything else? Grim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you it's a grim. <laughs> uh, so season three, we're gonna grim it, and then we're gonna episode dim the seven. <laughs> <laughs> episode seven. Uh, the episode's cold blooded. Uh, another quite solid episode of Grim uh, that I'm gonna give. Seven point five. Oh, big ones, hey? Yeah, yeah I, increase there. Honestly, it's been a good start to the yeah the, season I, three. I, like, I don't know where this is going to be, and maybe in, next year when I yeah. I 
finished the all rake the seasons, but yeah. right right now this has been the the best top season. the best season so far. Cool. Well, that is our first week of Shocktober. So, so what what do we got? Oh, I gotta step up. <laughs> uh, do, do we know our scores? You got your score for? I, I, do we want to say that? Yeah. Are we doing that every uh, week. Why not? Yeah, I forget. Okay, what I, I have. Um, I'm at nineteen point two five. Fucking hell, man! Nineteen point two five. So I'm at uh, seventeen and a half, which. Oh, that's this is so pretty close. Yeah. 13.25. Yeah, that's pretty good. Wait, 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 wait. Again, I am doing more than two. I'm doing more than two a day. Well, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm still a, behind. Yeah, I've had a couple of days where I did four yeah. and then, you know, some episodes. But then I, yeah. You guys, that's insanity. Anyways, <laughs> uh, if you want to, like, uh, see if these guys are okay, you can email us. If you want to bitch about my uh, yeah. reviews for yeah. um, these classics yeah. like uh, Eraserhead yeah. and uh, Cat People, <laughs> find us at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Just search Movie City Maniacs. We have a group page and like page. And we're also on Instagram at Movie City Maniacs. But yeah, no, we'd love to hear your thoughts on what we yeah. thought of these films. And if you have any recommendations. Recommendations. The, the, night, the month is still young. So, you know, if you get in a recommendation, we can find it somewhere. These uh, guys maybe are watching we'll four movies a day. So they're going to run out of things to watch <laughs> very soon. <laughs> um, yeah. Jesus Christ. Stay scared, oh, guys. I'm not winning. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Son, the vampire, he will leave you pale. All he does is drink your blood, cause he don't like ginger ale. When they see him, people scream and they yell. And they scream and yell, cause they're scared as heck that he'll save you.